Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub. I'm your host, Joe Kilgallen. On this podcast, you'll hear all the shite you talk at a bar, but on a podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. This is episode one, like I said before. Um, Hopefully, a lot of you checked out the introductory podcast in which I explain what this is and what you'll expect. Just to go over that very quickly, I'm a stand-up comedian based out of Chicago. I love podcasting. You're going to hear a little bit of everything on this thing. Like I said before, pretty much anything you would talk with your friends at a bar, you're going to hear on this. You know, the natural... Um, way there's the there's a flow to how people talk, and sometimes you're gonna start off we're gonna start off a little light, then we're gonna get a little crazy. Sometimes we will get a little deep, but it's always gonna be fun. Um, on this episode, I've got two great comedians, uh, and I, I think I kicked it off right the very first episode because I have uh, Jonah Jerkins, who's a hilarious comedian, originally from Milwaukee, been uh, tearing up the Chicago comedy scene for a while, and he's also um, he's helping me produce this podcast. I do it out of his apartment. So you'll probably, if you listen to the introductory podcast, like I said before, you'd probably heard him in the background. And um, yeah, I do it out of his apartment because he's he's got a good spot and it's very centrally located. So it really helps. And he's got good equipment. He has his own podcast called Petals and Pricks. If you're a fan of The Bachelor, I uh, highly recommend that. And you are a fan of The Bachelor. But don't pretend like you're not. You know you like it. It's it's one of those shows, though, where people are like, oh, fuck The Bachelor. You know what, though? It's kind of entertaining. I'll admit, though, sometimes... I'm either really into it or I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. In what world do 25 women want to bang this guy? I don't believe it. I'm not watching it. There's better things on a Monday. So I get that. Uh, And he's a producer of Comedians You Should Know, which is this great show that I help produce along with him. If you're ever in Chicago or New York or L.A. because it runs in three of America's biggest cities, ComediansYouShouldKnow.com. Check that out. Uh, And then my other guest, because, again, I'm going to have multiple guests on every podcast because it makes it feel more like, you know, that fun drinking atmosphere we all enjoy, is Joe McMahon who's become a Chicago stand-up comedy sensation. This guy has been killing it. He's a regular at the Laugh Factory, a regular at the Comedy Bar. He should be a regular everywhere he should be if he's not already. Um, like Originally from Florida, I believe I mentioned. If I didn't, I'm saying it again. Got some good stories. Smart guy, too. Not to say that Joan is not, but when you, get to drink, when you start drinking with someone, you really get to know them on a different level. That's what's really fun. I don't know if you're aware of this. Again, because this is episode one, my guests and myself will be drinking. And we went pretty good with this first one. We had uh, a lot of beer, uh, whiskey. We did some shots. I think we did tequila at one point. And uh, it was one of those days in Chicago where it was unseasonably nice. So, yeah, we went after it. It was a lot of fun. So, again, you can follow myself on Twitter at Joe Kilgallen. You could uh, like me on Facebook. That's uh, facebook.com slash Joe Kilgallen Comedy. My website, joekilgallen.com. I'm sick of saying my name. Really sick and tired of it. It's just my name on everything. And if you go on iTunes and write this podcast review, I greatly appreciate that because it does go a long way. Can't thank you enough. Uh, you know, Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. We'll have a good time. So crack open a couple cold ones. Pull up a stool. This is Kilgallen's Pub. Jonah Jerkins, Joe McMahon, thank you for joining uh, me on Kilgallen's Pub, inaugural episode. And uh, let's just get right into it, man. This is a drinking podcast, among yes, it many is. other things. I was having this conversation with Jonah just a little bit before we got going, before you arrived, Joe. Best bender you've ever been on. Jonah, you want to lead off? Because you're in the middle of it right now. That's why I figured I'm in the middle of the off. longest bender I've Long, ever had. Not the best, though? Not the best, but the longest. How many days have you been drinking? What's the date today? Today is February 27th. I've been drinking for 27 days. Straight. I've been, well, if I get drunk tonight, it'll be 27 straight days of being drunk. Wow. Yeah. But not like blackout drunk. Eh. 
It's drunk. What, what's your level of drunkenness? If that's a thing. Um, where I don't remember the night. So that's been 27 days in a row? No, it's been 27 days in a row where I've definitely, like, uh, have been, like, not every night's been a nightmare, but uh, some of them have, and it's just gotten really drunk. You know, Joe and I are booze, ba- uh, booze bags. Yeah. I was going to say booze hounds. I, I don't yeah, like yeah, that, though. Dollar, yeah. We don't need a hound for it. It's, it's just, just there it, for us. Well, you know? like, a, a week ago, I, I was like, holy shit, I've drank every single night this February. And I'm like, I could finish the month. So now it's just like a chore, and I hate it. Yeah. But, you know, we're both looking at you, though, like, this is a cry for help. No, it's not. Because This I'm not, is actually I don't, why I had you on the podcast. Oh, so really? You guys want to talk about it? <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it's not a cry for help. It's just I'm very, uh, uh, I just, I'm so fine. <laughs> it's not it's not emotionally uh, charged at all it's just it's like, like the I best alcoholic been, response yeah, i'm yeah. just really fucking yeah, fun, really fun. So yeah. maybe everyone i mean else are you drinking cool by it. yourself no i don't drink by myself at all then you're fine yes. yeah you're so, totally so if i can't fine. find anybody yeah. to drink i i just don't drink that yeah I, i'm not one to talk i've had a, a bender just as good that actually did cause me to make a couple changes in my life i okay. stop drinking because oh, really? that's craziness I don't understand why people. I'll tell you about the stop. worst vendor later, but yeah. Well, I'd like to hear the worst eventually too. This yeah. one's your longest current, though. This is my most consistent. Twenty-seven straight days. This is the most. Re- this is the, the most responsible I've been about keeping a bender going. Like yeah. you're dedicated. Clearly. Yeah, I'm very. Twenty-seven in a row. Twenty-seven in a row. Halfway to demand. I don't get hangovers, so it's fine. That's I'm key. Just tired. If, I, if I didn't get hangovers, I'd be drunk every single yeah. day. I get. No, I've never had to pay a price. You don't so have I'm, any pain, no like. Oh, my lower kidneys. I'm a little weird. tired because I've been, I've been out till five in the morning almost every single night. Because your body's a machine. It is. It, work, it, work it just hard processes it. things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. See, one of these days, since this is you know the new podcast here, and you got you two are both comedians. Uh-huh. I want to have a comedian on with a regular person because I want to see the reaction oh, live yeah. of a regular person who works. Oh, nine to five. it's oh, we don't work I, those nine to five jobs. Yeah. You know, we have those days for you to do and all that stuff. And a lot of time we get paid in alcohol. Yes, that's true. Yeah, for sure. And, like. and it, actually, anytime I'm getting paid money, it's just like the timer has been set till it gets converted to alcohol anyway. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, kind you know of exclusively I, how I get paid, I think. Pretty well, you probably do this too, then, Joe. What I do is I'll look at my money in a way where I'm like, all right, I'm doing House of Blues tonight. I get a couple free drinks there. So I got to make sure I bring X amount of singles mm-hmm. to tip the bartender. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. good on that. Good for you. Some comics don't do that. Yeah. You got to tip the bartender because you too know why? many. They'll throw you some too extra many. drinks then yeah. too. Yeah. I've actually had several of these bartenders say, you know, you're one of the few that, have, that consistently tips. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys are part of that team. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. want to hang yeah. out yeah. with over tip. I, I do. And then if I can't, I only pull that shit with a bartender I know and they know that I'm going to get them the next. Yes. Right. I've done that at Laugh Factor a few times where I'm like, hey, look, yeah. I only have a 20 on me. All yeah. right. So. Yeah. Don't I worry, though. I'll hook it up the next time. Let me, I got to sell. You I got to move. 20? I always tip 20. You t- Seriously? Uh-huh. Every time? Depending on how much I drink, but I always tip 20. First time, I tip 20. If, so I'm, if, I'm, if it's a club or a bar, I'll know. I'll keep coming back. I tip 20 every time the first time. Because then the second time, it's Discount City. And I keep, I keep tipping. It's a, it, I used to work industry, so that's what it was. I, I used to. We've, look, we've all worked at bars and restaurants. All right, yeah. show off. But So you say you have two drinks. No, I'm dropping no, twenty. Uh, no, no, it's just like my normal drinking. Oh, see, I was talking about the free drinks you get. Oh yeah, well, uh, okay. Because then I'll drink, know, uh, then I'm, I'll tip like ten. All right, oh, that's still not, that's very generous. But yeah. if I have four free drinks, I'm not throwing down a twenty. Oh, I what never world just drink four though. That's the thing is, then right. maybe I'll I didn't five realize who I'm dealing with here. You yeah, know what I mean, I was I was proud of myself because I'm like I throw them four bucks. That's good. You know. A buck a drink, I buck think, is good, industry yeah. standard, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck a drink. But I just, I just want to, like, get, because like, then, then when I come, I always get free drinks. 
like more than I, I'm supposed well, to get. At the Laugh yeah. Factory, yeah. they let me drink as much as I want because one, they know it's better for everybody, and then two, I only yeah. drink well whiskey. And then you know you're safe. It's four dollars a, a bottle. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't give a shit. They don't. Yeah. Care. Well, whiskey is so cheap. Yeah. Well, when you when you love drinking so much and you like you figure out like things like that, like because like. <laughs> uh, when I first started dating my ex girlfriend, uh, we would drink. Who she, like, just broke up with? Let's talk about with. that. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Well, later we could I, if you I want, can, man. Let's talk about a breakup. Probably doesn't have anything to do with the bender. Oh yeah. yeah. When, did, that, when did we break up? My birthday, January 31st. Oh okay. Uh, oh shit. Broke man. up on your mm-hmm. birthday. All right, so now we do have to dive into that. I wanted to hear Joe's best or longest bender, but I want keep going with what you're saying. Get back to that. Can we get back to your breakup? Uh yeah. All right. I hung out with you. Is that the night we went to the pony? Yeah. Okay, cool. And I got so fucked up that night. So fucked up that night. I remember that. No, you don't, because you left. I, I left, continued. but I remember you texting me at 3 a.m. going, I talked to the guy. He owns this bar. We're going to run a show there. And I'm like... <laughs> oh, I texted you that? Yes. Jonah runs, remember. like, multiple shows, and we'll get to that when yeah, we get to the yeah. get-to-know-you part yeah. of the show. You yeah. I wanted to shows. do this... I like to run podcasts like Jeopardy, where you go right into something fun, <laughs> yeah. then you get to know the people a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, Joe McMahon, what's uh, your best bender? Uh... Or longest, however you want to phrase it. Well, I think the most eventful one is uh, I went to Mexico when I was 22. Um, on spring break, I wasn't in college at the time, but my buddy was in college, and it was just me and him. We're going to go to Mexico, not go crazy. We were staying outside of Cancun with his uncle at his like little beach condo. It's going to just be a chill time. On the flight, the same flight so happened to be a bunch of dudes that I used to party with when I was 18. Oh, no. Still in college, and they're all big frat guys. So, like, I hadn't run into those guys in years. And when we're on the plane, they're like, dude, you, you got to come out. Got to come out drinking one of these nights that you're down there. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But, you know, I'm hanging out with Rob. You know, we're, we're just going <laughs> to be chill. Yeah, me and Rob want to, we're going to go, we're going to go fishing. We're going to drink beers. Just be real casual. Not gonna try to you know, party with you guys. Everyone goes fishing on spring break. I yeah, yeah, just, it was good. It was go, just yeah, waiting. Fishing. Be we we're gonna go antiquing. <laughs> we we're gonna look at you know really absorb the culture you know in a sophisticated way. And then the second day we were there, we ran into those guys again, getting lunch. And Rob was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go back uh, to my uncle's place. You know, we got snorkeling tomorrow." <laughs> Let's uh-huh. yeah. let's just go back. Let's keep it chill. It's yeah. an early morning call time. I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna hang back with these guys. Yeah. Rob did not see me for another four days. Oh my god. <laughs> I ended up drinking with those guys. Then we just started doing a bunch of cocaine, uh, and then uh, we went out to now we're cooking. we went out to the bar. Uh, it's like just some like shitty tourist bar in Cancun. Sure. And I'm already blacked out. I've been drinking the whole day. I've been I'm skeeted out of my mind on coke. Uh. We get to that bar, and I must have gotten bottle service a bunch of times because I spent all my money, like every cent that I had at that Cancun bar. And then I get separated from those guys, and uh, I'm blacked out. I don't know. I I don't remember where their hotel is. So I leave the bar, and I'm lost, and I just see like a a thicket of palm fronds. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to sleep under the palm fronds tonight. So I went to bed. I woke up the next morning uh, real early because when you sleep outside, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. your, body, your body wakes you up immediately. And I woke up. There was a chicken like three feet from my head just like you know, doing chicken shit. And uh, I wake up. I'm covered in bug bites. Oh, like, no. I'm head to toe red and bumpy. Dear God. And then uh, 
my buddies that I was partying with, they finally found me. Like, they had been searching for hours at this point so to see where I am. You didn't even, like, let them know where you're at. Didn't know. I just bounced. Whoa. I do that. I just yeah, I yeah. bounce. I like to bounce and flake. Those are my two moves. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, then they were like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I think a bounce flank can make people worry. They were like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, Joe, I'm so glad we found you, man. We thought you were dead. And then I was like, ah, I'm all right. And they're like, what's all the red shit on you? Like, ah, bugs or whatever. And then they're like, well, we're going to go to a bullfight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down for this bullfight shit. And then I uh, try to like buy a ticket for the bullfight. It's like cards decline, oh, and no. that's when I found out that I spent about 470 bucks. Jesus, at that uh, club. Which in yeah. Cancun, that will buy you the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, went. Pretty, yeah. You know, it was it was American <laughs> prices. Who knew? Not me. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, you know, I don't think I could really top that one. I thought maybe I'd come in. I did get lost on a. I went to Ireland with a buddy of mine when we were like 19, 20. Uh huh. Which was to drink because he couldn't drink here, and I'm like, "Fuck Mexico!" Everyone goes there, you know. Not fuck Mexico. Well, if you're yeah. Mexican and you're taking that the wrong way, fuck you. Uh, and at one night, I we were partying with these Australians, and we got separated. And I was, I thought I couldn't find him. It was like, ah, but it wasn't a whole day like you. It was like maybe five or six hours. And then I found him. He was sitting in the on the booth that was on a window. You know, how there's uh, Johnny's Rockets. You've heard uh-huh. of that burger joint? Like, you know, it's like a chain in malls usually. They have Eddie's Rockets, but it's designed it's designed exactly the same way. In Australia? Yeah. In Dublin. Oh, but I was oh, partying with Australians uh, when I was in Dublin. They're staying in the same hostels. Guys, as us, that's dude. a perfect. Australians are fun, man. That's a perfect storm of drinking. Yo, some Australians gosh, loose yeah. in Ireland. Jesus good Christ, Lord, yeah. man, they, that was a good time. Yeah. And when I found the Irishman I, from the Midwest, I yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Joe Kilgallen, he runs into some fucking Australian guys. <laughs> yeah. in they Ireland. later said, "You meet motherfuckers from Chicago, party with them, settle yeah. up because it's gonna be a ride." Yeah, I remember banging on the glass, going, "Kenny, Kenny," and he's like, "Oh, thank God." He just had this look on his face, like, "Thank you." Like he was like he almost was crying. I looked at him and he kind of was. He was all teared up. I'm like, "What's wrong, dude?" Like, you, I thought maybe it was just like you know booze sadness or whatever. Yeah. He's like, "Dude, I thought I was just gonna have to get a job here and like I was gonna have to make a home." And I'm like, "Dude, it was six hours, man." He's like, "No, it wasn't." He thought it was like a weekend. I'm like, oh "Dude, you, this isn't a third world country either. Yeah. You were gonna find a yeah. phone eventually." Yeah, you'll be fine. He's like, "My phone died. I didn't know what I was gonna do." And I'm like, "All right, man, how, was, how am I supposed to put kids?" When out I here? when I finally got back to my friend Rob's place, it was an ordeal because I had like no money. I didn't know oh where I was God. going. Like, That's scary. The money yeah. thing's scary, man. It yeah. was terrifying and i like i i get back to rob's place and i'm like filthy at this point like i'm covered in like street gunge and bites yeah and my hair's all fucking matted and shit and like rob opens the door and then he like throw it's the hardest i've ever been hugged. oh my god because he was like he was like no shit i was like about a half hour away from just calling your parents and being like Whoa. well he's gone well yeah, yeah man you'd be yeah. on dateline Mexico's yeah. crazy. This is a story I've never gotten. Does out of anyone my dad. think maybe that's just what happened to Natalie Holloway? Or yeah, maybe. She actually maybe she's just maybe she's still alive and she just like fuck her parents. her dick off. Yeah, you know? <laughs> she's still deal with her, ner- yeah. uh, her nerdy parents. I've been at Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, my dad went to Mexico when he was like young and was supposed to be gone for a week and stayed for a month. He drove down with buddies from Chicago to Mexico. That's a fucking drive. Yeah, Jesus. And he sent one postcard. Again, he's supposed to be gone for a week. It went on a month, and like I don't know, maybe a week after he was supposed to be, almost like two and weeks how old in, was he, he was like I think he was like twenty one, twenty two okay. or something. Uh, he sent a postcard home. I think he was twenty two. I don't know. I didn't get the whole story, but I've gotten this story from several of my uncles and family members. The postcard he sent back home after where have you been for a week? You know, you're supposed to be home a week ago. It's two weeks now. You're in Mexico. Yeah. It just read two words: "Am fine." 
That's all it said. He didn't write I am fine or am I'm fine. fine. Just wrote yeah. am fine. That's all it said. Fine I am. Yeah, like hilarious. I never got like the whole why were you there song, all this stuff. You know what I mean? It's like written in blood too. Yeah. yeah. I think my dad he took a long break. He was in college. He, he went um, away to college to play hockey and then didn't really like that. wasn't feeling it and then kind of like started working and then would take time off to just go party i think i think that's and then to reassure he people he sends a postcard that is written like it's definitely the mexican henchman who murdered him yeah right <laughs> that, that, that reads like a, <laughs> yeah. like a ransom it's like a ransom absolutely all right so i'm gonna get to introduce my fine listeners which i hope there are millions and millions of you at this point for the first one uh-huh and it's going to grow that's how it works yes right yeah. people yeah. are excited Patreon for the first money. one yeah and then they, and then it dips down yeah yeah, I'm going to introduce uh, you fine listeners to our my both of my guests who are both hilarious dudes, fun people, uh, and I know you're going to like them. Jonah, I'm going to start off with you. Uh-huh. No, I'm going to start off with Joe yeah, because Jonah, Jonah, I want to go to you next because I want to get back to yeah, you. Yeah, Jonah's got life turmoil. I want to get to your, back to your oh, breakup. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you're on a serious bender, man, but you seem happy, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't talk about my longest bender. Yeah, what's your I longest about bender? Ireland. My longest bender actually was a whole... I think it was like forty three day thing. And I remember it was Are you like serious? forty five. I wasn't drunk every day. I had alcohol every day though. Because uh, there was a few oh. days there where I just had a couple. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But I remember it I'm was not, March. Do, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all the way. So I don't. I, I know, don't, man. You don't, don't have to ask ca- anything. I don't, I don't drink casually. No, yeah. neither of you do. Before no. the podcast started, first of all, we each have several. We have three or four beers in front of us. Yeah. And Japanese whiskey we're drinking. Yeah, now. and I still plan on working out after this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> but Joe had the in, best in, in Wisconsin. I'm not kidding. In because Wisconsin, that's where I'm from, and they're known for. You know, we'll get drinking. to that, by the way. But in Wisconsin, at the gyms, they say like, "Don't drink alcohol before you work out," because people do that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's you, sad, man. That's got to be a horrible smell in there. Yeah, it's funny. People reeking like uh, spotted cow. Great beer, by the way. Thank you for throwing that one my way. I just can't believe that Indians had to die to give us Wisconsin white people. It's (laughs) the worst worst insult. Yeah, and and (laughs) inhabited by Germans first than anything else. It's Jerkin's a German last name or is it Dutch? German. German? Yeah. Okay. Used to be De Jerkin. De Jerkin. That's a fun name. (laughs) Back when Paulie Shore pronounced Jerkin. De Jerkin. (laughs) It does sound like that. (laughs) So, uh, uh, Jonah threw down a few uh, Miller Lights in front of Joe McMahon here, and McMahon says, oh, I haven't drank beer since the Super Bowl, and that made us both believe, oh, shit, you're, you oh, gave sorry. it up for a while. Yeah. And then you go, no, I've been drinking every day, just not beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've been quite hammered. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit, do you want whiskey? And then you were like, I have Japanese whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a bottle of Patties that my good buddy Nolan at Galway Bay Pub that we both, mm-hmm. all of us have been to several times. It's saying karaoke, they're not Sunday. Yeah. yeah. This geez. podcast is pr- uh, brought to you by Nolan from... <laughs> he, really, I should just give him the sponsor. When I go live, I think I'm going to start doing it from there. You have to. Yeah, right? He's a good dude. Yeah. And uh, Sean Flannery and I were there, who's <sighs> a great comedian who's going to be on this, and you run yeah. a show called The Blackout Diaries with, which if you're in Chicago, definitely check out Saturday nights at, at the Under the Gun Theater, part of the Lincoln Lodge. And uh, he was just talking to us. We are just shooting the shit with him one night. It was probably like 1, 2 in the morning at his bar. You know, he was kind of working the door, so we are just hanging out there. And he both I, he did it so casually where he's like, what's your favorite hard liquor? What's your favorite hard liquor? So we were all just talking, and we were arguing about yeah. it even, you know? And I said, I like Paddy's. It's an Irish whiskey that's only been sold in America the last three or four years for a while. It just wasn't sold. It was like a distribution thing. I don't think it was because there was any... I think it's the same, you know, alcohol proof. It's 80 proof like anything yeah. else. But it's really good. It's a little bit sweeter, you know? And uh, Sean Flannery knew the story... The story 
storyty. Uh, I made the word story Irish. He knows the story of why <laughs> it's called Patty's. It was originally called something else, but the guy who sold it door to door was a guy named Patty O'Flaherty, and oh. he was so good they renamed the whiskey after him. Really? So called Holy Patty. So he's the one kind of like that's like a Bill Bradsky story come to life. <laughs> Bill Bradsky. Yeah. And um, Jesus. And so Nolan snuck off and then said, "Here you go." And then whatever I can't remember Sean's favorite hard liquor was. It might have been some sort of vodka or tequila. I think because here you go and just oh, gave Lord. it to us free. Yeah. Gave oh, us really? free uh, uh-huh. hard li- bottle of booze to that's walk nice. out of the bar with. Yeah, gentlemen, right there. Um, and a cunt. He would want to be called that, though. Oh, yeah. That's, he says it he's much. famous on. I've got so many friends Facebook. who are just regular people, and they'll be like, Who runs that Galway Bay Facebook account? Yeah, it's hilarious. Because I'll post stuff where I'm like, It's guy Nolan Raffrey. He's amazing. I'll post stuff like, Hey, I'm going to be at Communes You Should Know this Wednesday, 9 30. You know, come check it out. And then he'll just write cunt. Yeah. Like, he'll just write that <laughs> on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely that month of March of 2013. I noticed it because I had like bachelor parties, weddings, St. Patrick's Day, and were just you married life. At the time? No. No, I was not. Okay. And, Oh, you said bachelor parties. And I remember thinking about that whole year, because as a comedian, you could just drink every day and not even realize yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it. I wasn't planning on it. And I'm I remember like, one time I, I gave up drinking for Lent, and then someone was like, I saw you do a shot last night. I'm like, I don't count shots as drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like that much. It's just a yeah. little bit. It's yeah. a little yeah. dose. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going sorority girl rules on this. <laughs> it, shots ain't drinking. <laughs> good man. Good man. Yeah. And uh, Whatever keeps my ass tight yeah. my vagina <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's 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 what they say about Joker Man. He's the ultimate sorority girl, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. In, in your heart and soul, I, you're very I'll, sorority. I'll blow someone for Dave Matthews tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know if that makes me a sorority girl. <laughs> a sorority girl. A sorority girl. I uh, I mean that it is hard. Like it is funny. It's adorable when I hang out with my non-comic friends and they talk about like how much they've been drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I've been drunk since the Bush administration. <laughs> <laughs> Good I for know. you. I saw some hardcore non-comedian friends, but overall, the general tone yeah. is, "What the hell is wrong with you yeah. guys?" You oh, know. Yeah. So I went on that run, and what made me slow it down was that I uh, I was the heaviest I ever weighed. Uh, I also caught myself in the mirror, and someone even made a joke like, oh, "I get a little fudgy there, buddy." And I was like, "Well, this has got to stop." Because you're doing beer, and I went full like the other way. I I switched to Jameson and ginger ales. I wasn't going to quit drinking completely. Vodka I had things water. to do. I can't do vodka. I'm not a vodka fan. Oh. And then I went Try to that ocean vodka. I prefer gin or tequila before I'd go to vodka. I'd go gin and tonic if I really want to watch my calories. And then um, gin supposed to be the hardest. In I your went body. like vegan. Really, gin? That's what I heard. And tequila supposed to be the cleanest on your body. So you want to be clean. What does tequila, tequila makes you shit? Like with agave, like, like white everything tequila. from Mexico does. I'm I've really gone hard at the Mexicans in this podcast. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, there's some really they're hardworking people. Yeah, I say let them all come over. You know what I mean? For sure. We don't need a wall. We no. need a. We need boat. like a, a we flume a, ride need to bring them we need, all in. We need yeah. Southwest we to start going down there. The Southwest go to Mexico. That makes sense if they did. Right. Totally makes sense if they did. I mean, it is South and West. Oh, finish your story though. So you went the other way. You so you didn't drink. I didn't. I know. I kept drinking. Like I just told you, I switched yeah. to mixed drinks. Yeah, I but, laid off the yeah. beer because oh, I had the calories. I, I stopped myself from eating after ten o'clock at night because I wanted to lose the weight. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Really, alcohol doesn't. It's a liquid. It's not going to add that much to you. I mean, you'll gain a little bit of weight, but so the whole sugar. the beer gut thing is yeah. a complete myth. That's not a myth at all. No, it totally is a myth. It's what not sugar? No, you know what it does, dude? Yeah, but sugar is easy it to work enables... off. Walk down a flight of stairs and it's gone. No, it's not. I'm it's the Taco Bell you have at two a.m. Exactly. It enables diner food. It enables lifestyle. And mac and yeah. cheese, it's the you know diner yeah. grill. It's it's yeah. greasy spoon type food. You yeah. know, I've I've literally destroyed my body with <laughs> booze. 
Like, if you saw pictures of me, I'm 31, yeah. which that in of itself shocks people because it looks like I fought in Grenada. <laughs> but if you saw pictures of me at 25, you're like, oh, my God, this guy could be Chris Pratt at Universal Studios. Really? Or something. I yeah. I see those pictures. Like, I was a good-looking fella. I'll yeah. show you. I'll bring up my OK Cupid. Of course. You were totally duping women then. You're, yeah. Really? You're like, nah, they're probably lying to you too, man. I dupe Not women like all the you time. You look terrible. Dude, you know how well Dude, women do people on their profile pictures? Any profile picture a woman uses where it's like a selfie, but it's like up high. Yeah. And it's oh, looking yeah. down on them. Phones that can't do it. Totally. But, what kind of phone is it? Uh, it's a uh, Kayasera. They, they're a Japanese country. That, that <laughs> Country. Company that makes printers. He is not kidding. Yeah. That is his phone. His phone is yeah. a Kyocera. I've it's never a heard of that. I use Boost Mobile. What Here's what I like about find that in a bo- Japanese the Boost Mobile store Japanese up on phones. This is yeah. crazy. What I love about Boost Mobile is sometimes I've gone in there and they sell me. They try to sell me shit that has nothing to do with phones. Every now and again, like oranges. Yeah, like <laughs> like hey, I've got a uh, I got some ham hocks back there for twenty eight bucks. <laughs> you want a ham? You got want the West Wing on box set. Like, like, what's better? That. What's a better place to look at your phone when you're when you're on a thing that you're afraid you're gonna fall out of immediately? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, my my OK Cupid uh, picture. I'll I'll dial it up. That's your main at picture. Some point. My main picture is me at 25. I'm like about six months into doing stand up. And before I started doing stand up, I've always I've been drinking since I was 17, pretty much with the same severity. But before I was doing stand up here, I played uh, adult league hockey. Oh wow! As my main thing. Oh, this is getting to know Joe. Then this is the getting getting to know know Joe me. You know, you're from Florida. Mine mine doesn't include a horrific breakup, so it won't bum everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, I played hockey and I was in good shape. But the thing about living like this and drinking so much is he Jonah counterbalances it. You do too. Mm-hmm. Jonah, I know, works out and is steadfast with his diet to a degree. To a degree. I just had a dog. You, I walk. If you don't do that shit, yeah. Oh, I know. And I, I suck it yeah. up. I hard sit too. before you as <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know a. Uh, a pile of consequences. <laughs> a cautionary tale. Yeah, a cautionary tale. Well, you know, I how do you do it, Joe? I, think you I mean, you great, got a Joe. baby and shit. That's no, I look, I look awful. But Joe, how do you I've not look all got good genes? I've, it's it is kind of genetic good genes. For me. Yeah, I, but I have bad hangovers. I have uh, ba- I have the worst hangover still to this like day. For days, like you um, days, they've gotten better as I've gotten older, which is the opposite. You got to drink people. when you're hungover. Seriously, drink. Your body's screaming for alcohol. I know. Just have a, I know. Just so have a beer and then walk away. Yeah. By the way, are you the first person to tell me this? You think? I, I guess it's a myth. I don't really know because I don't get. I don't get. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. You should put that on your dating. I just profile get real tired single. the next day. Because <laughs> usually I'm because I think my body processes alcohol differently, so I'm still very drunk the next day yeah. for the first half of the day. Yeah, I have that a little bit. I have slowed in this past year since my son was born, and he just turned one last week. Has been the least amount of drink. Good. Um, that's a good. So answer. Yeah, yeah, you know that's where it's helped. But even before then, I think I was able to stay in shape. A little more genetic, and I, yeah. I still would run around a lot. I'd still play some sports and stuff. Oh, I'll tell and you. Dog, I'm six one, six one, and um, things like that. You know what I mean? But I, I never drank out of sadness. I never yeah, drank. Either. I mean, yeah, I've, I've had a couple of those bouts, but usually I, I like having a good time, man. I yeah. love the party. Me too. I'm one of those guys where I get anxious. Say, say you you ever drive up to a party? Of course you have. And you see some of the people are going in, or you see some people like hanging outside on the front porch or something. I get like anxious where I'm like, I gotta find a fucking parking spot and I gotta get in there. Yeah. And then I'll get mad. Whoever I'm with, like if I'm with my wife or any of my friends, and if it takes a while, I'll start to yell at them. I'm like, this is your fault. You took forever. Mm-hmm. I had to wait on you. I need to be in there. I yeah. get like this weird, like, I gotta, I gotta yeah, go yeah. in there. See that like, FOMO thing. Yeah. yeah well, I, I guess, but sometimes 
I don't buy into that so much because yeah. I'll hear people say, "Dude, you missed a good time," and I'm like, "No, no I didn't. I've no probably way. more fun without you." Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I am I am the opposite of a FOMO person. What are, What are you? I assume if I'm not there, it sucked. See, that's uh, what it is. I feel yeah. bad for everybody in there that they're yeah. they're missing me. So I got to go in there so that they're like Joe's here, and then yeah. the, and then their lives are better. That's why I got into comedy. Yeah. I want to I want right. to improve people's lives. I want them to be happy. Yeah, that's why I'm always in a relationship because I, I, why would I not give that to somebody else? Me, See, I'm perfect. I yeah. get that. I get that. <laughs> Back to Joe. You played hockey, but you're also quite a golfer. Well, you know, I should be a good golfer. I play a lot of golf, but I'm not quite the golfer. Because your father has my, a connection. Let me give this well, backstory. My, my real dad, quick. my dad uh, was a golf course superintendent. Uh, from the age of 20 to, uh, I'm going to say, probably 32, 34. And he actually, he worked on a, uh, he was golf course superintendent for a course that was a host to an LPGA event. Oh, wow. For years. So he actually, and through that, you know, they would get some celebrities, the LPGA, back in the 80s. It was a hot property. Uh-huh. He got to meet Wonder Woman herself, Miss Dina Carter. Get out of town. Is it Dina Carter? I don't know. I think it's it's something it's Carter. Something. I don't Linda like Carter. Linda, thank Linda you. Linda Carter, not Dina. Yeah. Oh, it drove me nuts. Linda Carter. <laughs> when I was getting fucked up with my dad, that's a source of my drinking too. I got a real party dad. You know? Oh, cool. Yeah. And also, and, I, and I'm like, like uh, and I was Tommy a, Bahama. Well, yeah, he nice. he is in a lot of ways, and uh, and I was like a smart little kid, so he always treated me just like one of his buds. Like I remember yeah. being like twelve, and he'd pick me up from hockey practice or something. He's like, "Hey, man, do you want to just go to Chili's and?" Get a couple drinks. It's like, well, I can't, but we can do that. Yeah, and well, you he just can chomp on a skillet of queso. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you give me some, ke- yeah, give me some fucking queso dip or some fish dip, and he's just drinking beers. He's like, you know, I don't know what to do with him at. I'm like, oh, you mean mom? <laughs> 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 I don't know either, man. You're a little drinking <laughs> buddy. You, you should probably buy me golden eye. <laughs> By the way, I, I have know. that. You should come over sometime. I, I have just, it. Right I just set up the Nintendo yeah, 64. You, you got, yeah, you got N64? Yeah, here. Set up? Yeah. I would love to play some gold. Dude, I went Mario Kart. I tried. I went live on. Facebook Trump playing Mario Kart last week. Well. Yeah. Didn't work out? I oh, can, my God. I got the technique. I could yeah. set it up. Jo- Joda trying to figure out how his own entertainment system works when he's drunk, when he's drunk is fucking crazy. Yeah. See, Jonah. For a I, second, I'm like, this isn't Jonah's house. <laughs> yeah. No I mean, way anyone wouldn't be surprised. Here. Yeah. That wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah. yeah. You're very cleanly, man. This is we're at Jonah's apartment recording this, and yeah. it's very clean and organized and set up. Well. I'm so jealous. I swear to God, it, I, I live in sub prison conditions. <laughs> yeah. Where do you live? I live in Roscoe Village in a nice place. What's the address? But I just uh, thirty-three. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give it out. I want to get murdered. I give it out when I get drunk. That's my go-to move. I'm like, this is my address. Murder me, please. <laughs> I just want to die. And you're like that guy needs. I live with drink. I live with two other people who are mentally deficient, and it shows. Oh, okay. You used to live with in, Danny Callis. Right? Used to live with Danny. Yeah. Danny moved out. Because he knew what was up. <laughs> For the listeners who don't know, Danny Kels is a guy you will hear on this podcast one day soon, hopefully. Yeah. Can't wait. You're and in the same place, though. It's a great community. Same place. Okay. Yeah, yeah I remember. It's all, it's all crumbling, though. I think we're all about to vacate. Oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah. Literally, like, shit started leaking. I was woken up from a drip from my ceiling the other night. Really? Well, the place off yeah. Western, right? Place off Western. Oh, okay, I've been there. Right. Yeah. It's just like, you know, for me, it's just like, a girl comes over. I never... Here's the difference. The if, I, of, if I'm having a girl over at my place... I'm murdering her. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a rare event, and yeah, you know, that's <laughs> well, that's what, what I was kind of getting yeah. into. The type of Jonah, you gotta understand, man. The type of women you bring over versus the type of women the comedians we all hang out with brings uh-huh. over. 
little different. Little different. Yeah. You're bringing over women uh-huh. from the pony. They're bringing over women from bars that don't have yeah. a name. They just have an old style sign. <laughs> I'm, you know? yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm bringing on women that have fucked Sammy Hagar within a month. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Current. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. The women you bring over, no pubic hair. The women they bring over all, all the pubic hair. All of it. <laughs> yeah, They're all just there. one all big pile of pubes. Above the belly button, even, yeah. perhaps. You know? Yeah. So you got to think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been doing stand up comedy? And what made uh, you get into it? See, I got a little well, professional just then. That, that was great. Um, uh, I'm coming up on six years in October. A beast for six years in. I know, this right? kid? He's the funniest person I know. Oh, six you guys years are the best. In, my God. I call him a kid and I'm two years older than him, but still. And, and six I just, years. Yeah, it's wow. okay. Yeah. I just I started doing it because I was. Uh, it was always in my mind to try to do it when I moved up here. Real quick, I cut you off mm-hmm. because you're doing the thing I do sometimes. People, I'll do podcasts or I'll have an interview with something and they'll say, why do you do it? And I think we all want to just, in our brain, we have our answer that's true. And then we have the, let me fucking take you through this little thing. No, it's always I'm going to ask you again, why do you do it? You should just answer with, because I was told I was funny as fuck and I knew that. And I oh, figured, absolutely. Right? Because that's, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off that. Maybe you did have a deep no. answer and I just threw those words no, in No, no deep answer. But I'll do that where I'm like, well, I, let me take you, you back you, to this. You were absolutely no, right. I, I was funny. I knew I was funny. Yeah. I figured, why not get on stage? I was trying to, I mean, because I lived I here, I, I, I lived here since oh. I was 22. I didn't start doing stand up until I was 26. Oh, okay. Wow. So it was like, you know, a lot of people assume that I wanted to do it immediately. Well, because so many and, people move here for it. You know? Right, yeah. right. And I was just, it was just in the back of my mind. And then. Would you, would you go out to shows during that time? I did. I would do open mics my first couple years. Yeah. I would do, I I would do like a handful of open mics. I probably did like 15 open mics in five years. Okay. And it was 100% of the time if I was trying to like take a girl out on a date. Okay. I was like, you know, I'm going to show up to this and fucking this is from open 22 mic. to 26? Yeah. Okay. I was like, so I'm going go to go You'd still perform. Yeah, I'll, like I'll go to an open out. mic yeah, okay. and just do the three minutes I know I was going to kill and yeah. then like act like I'm a big deal. But well, 15 times in four yeah. years, that's barely dabbling, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't really, doesn't really count. Yeah. yeah. But the only reason I did it is I was working for, uh, for a startup company. <laughs> and Uber? Dude, I thought we were going to be Uber. Oh, really? We sold patio furniture <laughs> <laughs> in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And I thought, this is a multi-billion dollar idea. Yeah. I worked for a guy, a very charismatic gentleman with a huge cocaine problem. <laughs> yeah, they always are. Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. The Twain meat. And he uh Jonas Cat in the background real quick. Yeah, sorry. He started he started out working under Wayne Heisenga. So like the guy made money and he, he had good ideas. But I came in about two years after the good ideas uh, ran um, dry. Who the fuck is Wayne Heisenga? I, I just kinda of used on the like Dolphins. I oh, used on the Miami oh, Dolphins, okay, cool, the Florida cool. Panthers and the Florida Marlins at one point. I knew I, I the name resonated. Heisenga also owned Discovery Zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were fun, I man. They were zone. fun. Yeah, they had cooler and, shit than And Chuck the guy Cheese. I worked yeah, for was the he, he was it's like true. he was like the you discovered. He was the the chief uh construction guy for Discovery Zone. Oh. He was like in charge of building all the Discovery Zone. So he, I thought this was gonna be the last job I'd ever have. So you moved up here for this job? No. Right? No. I okay. just moved up here with a vague idea that I wanted to play music. I was really into Wilco. Really? I moved here. Oh, cool. I swear to God, I moved here because I was obsessed with Wilco, and I'm like, if Wilco lives in Chicago, then that's where I want to be. Wow! And you figured Steve Albini could uh, produce one of your albums. I or just something? thought Wilco needed a seventh guitar player, <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't. You, so play, you play guitar, guitar then? Oh. Play guitar. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay, Johnny. You could interview people. Yeah. No, it's your podcast. Sorry. Oh, your cat. And, uh, good yeah, I came. Yeah. I came here with a vague idea of wanting to do music, and then it was just survival. You know, I, I came up here right after the housing market in 08 crash. Okay. No jobs were good. I just worked and found shit. And, and I found, like, other shit to occupy my time playing hockey and shit, just getting fucked up, meeting new friends. 
any pursuit of anything, any momentum in my life didn't really exist until I worked for the startup guy. And I was like, this guy's so charismatic. It was like being in a cult. I'm really? like, this is my going to be my life. I'm going to make a billion dollars with this guy and our patio furniture company. And we did some cool what, shit like the Starbucks. So yeah. Well, nothing was innovative, but he had good connections. Oh, and okay. we were going to outfit com- like hotels and restaurants. And actually, we, you know that Starbucks on Sheffield uh-huh. in Diversity? Yes, I do. You know that outdoor patio? Right there. Yeah. You guys did that? We did that. It's a good uh-huh. one. My friend's lives in the next building it's a over. Top, it's a top seven patio for Starbucks on the north side. Yeah. And we did that. <laughs> saying a lot. And I really, <laughs> uh, and, and we, like, fucking went to fucking trade shows and fucking, like, lined up vendors and shit. I yeah. honestly thought my life was going to be doing this for... You going to be Joe the Patio guy. I was going to be Joe the Patio mogul. That's You know what, though? That'll get you laid. And then yeah, it will. Starbucks, yeah. and it was. And I was like, I don't need anything. I don't need to pursue any sort of artistic fancy i can just do this and have a good life but it was all a fugazi and starbucks cut our contracts and the guy summarily fired me <laughs> and then i was like well what what's left to do i guess i'll just do open mics yeah right and that's and, and, all and that was yeah. you know about five and a half years ago wow that's cool man I, i'm always interested to hear what because you, you came here for one thing with the other it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, also cool. crazy to me how so many comedians I know are also multi-talented in other things. Yeah. Like, you could play guitar. Yeah. Well enough in which you're like, I'm going to pursue this as a, as a profession. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Shows I, you got some chops. For for sure. I actually had a girlfriend, and I saw uh, Kevin Hart. You don't have to say I actually had a girlfriend. We all believe you could find someone. No, no, no. Okay? I, I I think the actually part the actually part was about uh, seeing, Kevin, seeing Hart. Kevin Hart. I got you. Yeah. But also... I did actually have a girlfriend. <laughs> well, I was being a dick, uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I saw, I remember seeing Kevin Hart at the West Palm Beach uh, improv. And this was like fucking years ago. This was like was when like he was coming off the of soul. When he was really play. funny. Well, yeah. when you could see him at an improv. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? That was a long so time I was ago. Like, I was like 20 years old. And, uh, you know, I remember uh, her specifically saying, like, like, that was really funny. Like you're like the funniest guy I know, but I don't think you could ever do that. Ooh, challenge yeah. accepted. Specifically, huh? you, yeah. You seeked her out. No. Oh, we got to no. find her, man. But what, what's her name right now? <laughs> no, we don't have to do that. Yeah, I was gonna say, listeners, it. here's her name. Let's do it. And you need to like make random comments saying, you know, it's yeah. really funny that Joe McMahon's but so yeah, funny, so funny. But that was that was how much it was like. My identity was like I'm a music guy. You know what I mean? It was like it was more about that than about. You know, it was it was so much. That was the only thing I wanted to pursue was this one thing. I mean, I spent so much time trying to get good at guitar, yeah, and getting okay at it, and then, uh, you know, it, it didn't even. It was a total blind spot to think that I would ever want to try to do comedy and make money off it. Yeah, Jonah, what got you into comedy? Well, I want to ask you. Oh, no, um, you can do a follow up. Go for it. And this is, by the way, this, like is, this is like we're at a bar. This yeah, is the whole out. point of this podcast. Yeah. Well, is all the shit you talk at a bar with your friends, throwing it on a podcast. So when you started doing it again, right? When you, like, what, like, were you finally feeling like, okay, this is the thing that I've been looking for? Yeah. There, yeah. Were, there was definitely. Uh, I get really emotional. Yeah. No, dude, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I'll say uh, comedy to a degree saved my life. 
Okay. I don't think I've ever felt any sense of purpose. Okay. While you two girls talk, I'm going to go take a piss real quick. Yeah. Yeah. That is getting pretty (laughs) not cool. (laughs) Oh, I know you guys are going to get sensitive about it. No, I'm kidding. No, that's good, man. No, it saved your life. That's good. Yeah, we asked you the same question, Joe. You're like, oh, fucking no. No, my dude, feelings, honestly, uh, my feelings. I'm not that guy. I'm, I've got a son now. I've yeah. become way more. Emotional oh yeah, your stuff. perspective on this is. I mean, once you have a son and so well, even before that, you, I could get like, to. I could get the idea of comedy giving you a life's purpose. Yeah. I understand what you're saying there because I was a really bad student. I didn't. Um, you know, I was always one of those kids. You're not living up to your potential, type of thing. And I just there was nothing driving me towards anything. Comedy was the first thing that gave me drive. Yeah, me where too. I'm like, oh, this is something I could get better at all the yeah. time. Yeah. You know, there was stuff where like I wrestled for one season, played football for one season. Baseball, I loved. It didn't work out. You know, I was I was kind of a hothead with baseball more than other. I'm a hothead in a lot of things actually. But <laughs> we, yeah, you're laughing. People who know me and have listened to me on other things know this is to be the case. I my but favorite I, um, set ever. I want to interrupt you, but my I'll favorite set ever was you at Laugh Factory when uh, that woman. I'm sure you remember it. It was the late Saturday show, and a oh, woman was getting show. so upset that Alex Clayce before you brought up cancer. Yeah, I remember and that. He brought up cancer, not making jokes about people with cancer. Yeah, He's he talking about his it. own experience yeah. with cancer. Right, right. And then Joe has a. So I really like that Chuck where you talk about how like living in LA and then talking about crime in Chicago and you know, it's, it's good stuff with punches. Everyone's loving it except her. She of goes, course. you know what? I'm from this city. I don't think it's funny. The murder rate. Okay. And then Joe went fucking nuclear it's on shit. her in oh. the best way possible. Oh. Fucking people like applauded him and shit. Yeah, it was like, I got a standing. Oh yeah. He got a standing <laughs> o. Left, yeah. It was like Joe, Joe could have started a political campaign of some sort after she, after he dressed <laughs> well, up. She started filming me thinking yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to put this uh, on the yeah. internet. And I go, yeah, fucking film it. Here's my name. Here's my email. Yeah. Here's my website. And, and Marty Duras was hosting. And after, uh, Marty comes up and he's like, Man, it's uh, it's cool to see Joe do that and not call her a cunt. Yeah. Earlier, yeah. earlier in the career, <laughs> so he's calling her a cunt. Born, before he's... the baby, he's calling her a cunt. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would have for sure. That uh, was best though. Joe, I would go from zero to sixty. Joe, that is number real quick. Legitimately, one of my favorite uh, shows ever. Thanks, man. That was that. Um, so great. That's that great. was fun. I remember I came in in good conditions because I didn't see Alex's set. Right. I didn't hear him talk about how he yeah. beat cancer and yeah. was making light of that. And she's all upset. So yeah, I like, how dare he beat cancer <laughs> where my dad failed. Well, it just shows how fucking shitty yeah. audience members are nowadays where everyone looks to be offended. Not everybody, but, you know, there's a percentage Wait, of the public that they, they're like, they get mad over they She heard the word cancer and that immediately was like, nope, nope, yeah. you can't say that. It's like, it's, you're not even hearing what the fuck he's saying, it's, though. It's beyond even looking to be offended. It's with social media, people exist in these constant... Uh, these constant just validation loops. Yeah, validation, yeah. That's, you know? that's a perfect way to put that. Yeah, so, I like that. It's a good way so to they it. don't, you know, they want their view to be validated, and that's what they're expecting to get. Yeah. Because yeah. all entertainment is curated for them. Entertainment is not TV shows. You know, Seinfeld, people, 30 million people watch Seinfeld. Now the most popular sitcom, fucking 2 million people watch. Entertainment are these weird people that follow people on Instagram. And those people are their whole worldview is tailor made for the people that are watching that. They never have to be challenged or confronted. Yeah. And that's what's ruining comedy audiences. People do not, when they see someone who's not doing that to them, they're like, what the fuck? Because that's all the media they consume. I want something that's tailored for them. Yeah. That's one of the best ways I've heard described. This is uh, why Joe's a smart person I've ever met. No, Joe's very smart because that's something I've been searching for. It's, It's annoying because when you talk to other comedians about it, there's, 
you know, there are people who fall in line with, uh, I'm on this team and I'm on that team. And, you yeah. know, and people talk about the PC culture yeah. and they'll say, anyone who says PC culture is ruining comedy are people who aren't that funny. Or, you know, they make their yeah. excuse. Oh, yeah, they want to make large statements. You know, I saw someone post on Facebook uh, about regarding trans people. Anyone who makes a joke that presupposes every woman has a vagina or every man has a penis is contributing to the culture of trans violence. Oh, Jesus. No. What the That's fuck? not the case. Most women have vaginas. And I think the people that contribute to trans violence are the people that beat up trans people. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, like it's always some fucking... Like, everyone wants to be so fucking righteous yeah. and everything like that. And I consider myself liberal in a lot of ways, but I fucking hate these the liberals that are out nowadays because I don't. Even, they're not yeah. even fucking liberal. They're well, that's liberal, and conservatives aren't conservative. That, that, their people are just assholes and dicks. Yeah. Well, and, get, getting you know, to know you a little bit, Joe. That's where I I love hanging out with you and being on shows with you because we're I think we're both the same type of person. You, uh, yeah. you too, Jonah. Where it's like we're liberals. <laughs> yeah. like, no, jo- <laughs> Jonah's is. a little you know nicer what? than Jonah. I <laughs> yeah, Jonah. Yeah, Jonah <laughs> will never be in danger of calling an audience a cut. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't see that uh, happening. But it's like I am one hundred percent a liberal person. Yeah, you know, it's like I have people come up to me after shows who sincerely think that I'm like supremely conservative. Oh yeah, I've had people like pat me on the back, like I'm glad you're fucking saying. You know, I've had and I've had on the other side of that coin, I've had people try to get me fired forever. Who are liberal because they think that I'm and, and that the, person. I'm going to jump on that. The from idea of trying up, to get someone yeah, fired the because they think th- they're a liberal and they think they're getting you fired Look, because they're not. That's not real quick, Jonah. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. This with the PC thing. So the one side of the argument of, oh, things are getting too PC. There are people say, no, that's good because they think it's old dudes who are upset that they can't say, right. um, you know, the N word. Yeah, well, yeah. not that they could have anyway, yeah. or they can't say bag or they can't yeah, say, you know yeah. what i mean yeah they're upset about that yeah um and it goes to show you that i did say that word but i would never say the actual one word yeah, i mean yeah. maybe i should call yeah, it but you F- almost did well, we all, there's we two all F words, well I mean? one of if one I of those word, people are gonna be like does he mean fuck why is he why yeah. can't you say and fuck? also you know there's a distinction you know gay people have been through a lot but they were never slaves yeah yeah slaves and, uh, to the party and the cock sure <laughs> but, but <laughs> oh, not slaves to the white man no, yeah, it's that's a, a good point too. Like they, they I, I heard some people. I remember when Obama first became president. Get a I was talking with a comedian. Let him write a book. I'll tell you. Yeah, we should all write one together right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a comedian who was mad. At, Obama was like his year in, and he was like, "Well, he said he was going to do this about gay rights, and he hasn't yet." And I go, "Well, he had other things he had to get to first. I yeah. think he'll eventually tackle those issues, though." And he's like, "Oh, well, that's that's such a lame ass excuse. Tell that to gay people who are dealing with this and that." And then he tried to, and then he said this. He goes, "They'd be like saying that to black people in the 1950s. You got to wait on civil rights because I got to pass something else." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. You understand that black people in the late 50s and 60s were still getting hung from the str- from trees, yeah, get lynched. Yeah. Cars would pull up beside them as they were walking down the road, grab them and were, hang them for no reason. You guys black were people- merely getting beaten by tire irons. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> black people were getting hung from Joe. black people were getting hung in the streets. Gay people were getting fucking yeah. parades. So it's no, a little, were, well, a little no, different. No, you know no, what I mean? no, can't no, say that. Totally can't different. Say that. Why can't I say that? The be- gay people were getting beaten to death for sure. No, they were, but not in the fucking not, 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 not for four hundred years. Not to the degree where yeah. it was like they weren't the, getting the lynched like that, man. Like, look, it was still a problem. I'm not saying it wasn't. There's obviously there's still stories this day. Of someone getting rocks thrown at them or getting beaten down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that horrible story of that kid getting tied to a tree the, back in the day. The diff- it's yeah. still off, but like for sure. For someone to compare what gay people were going through in 2013 yeah. or no, 2011 or 2010 yeah. at the time yeah. to what black people were going through during the civil rights era, come that's right. my I point. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, gay absolutely. people don't have their issues. They do. Absolutely. And, I, and, and, I def- and, you know, and, and I'm glad everything got and to that worked point, out. It's you know? that it's that 
concept of intersectionality, right? It's like race trumps everything else. Yeah. White people of any stripe. That's what I love about uh, certain outspoken trans people. Um, when you're when you're a trans woman, uh, they I've noticed that they will say whatever's on their mind and they will speak wanting to be challenged and willing to shut people down mm-hmm. because you did grow up a white man. Yeah. You know, you're definitely accustomed to certain things. It's totally different. Yeah. You know, you met black people are what fucking 14% of the population. 13%, 13% of the population. Trans people are, I think there's, they think there's 800,000 trans people in the United States, right? Which is zero point zero zero zero. How about this? If there's 800,000, let's give which them I'm all. not saying they shouldn't, you know, they still deserve rights, of course, but it's, if you're doing a joke where you're assuming all the women in the crowd of vaginas and all the men of dicks, you're not a part of the fucking problem, which Probably is what's correct. annoying. Yeah, definitely correct, most likely. And also, if there's only 800,000 trans people, let's just give them Delaware. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Give them a state, yeah, man. Give I agree state. with that. Sometimes I think about the problems of this country where I'm like, let's just be divided. Well, like, I, we got to unite. And I've whenever been, people say you got to unite, it's always like, no, we got to unite under your bullshit, yeah. not under my bullshit, yeah. you know? Joe, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, if, you know, the this country... And everyone wants to be deferential and be like, you know, the South is great. You know, there's good people in the South. You know what? I fucking grew up there. There aren't. They're all 100%. They're all the people that ruin everything that makes sense. Yeah. What if we made an offer to all those states? Like, you will never have to pay federal taxes again, but you never get to vote. Yeah. Make them that offer. Yeah. And watch how plan. watch how everything gets solved. Yeah. You know? Just incentivize them. Well, and they're usually the poorest states, so it's not like they're contributing yeah. that much to the pie well, anyway. What they would find out is no offense, listeners in Mississippi. What <laughs> they would find out is that you know the the country that they rail against so much is the thing that's pulling them into the fucking future and making their life better. Yeah. And the second you take that away from, them, they'd realize, oh shit. What you know, the reason why everyone hates us is accurate we we really are the anchor around the fucking neck of the entire idea of progress for this country you think that'll make uh, those people realize maybe if you fucking cut them off from voting and it's like you know like texas i I remember when obama got elected and they wanted to secede yeah Yeah. it's like we're gonna fucking let them i remember thinking yeah go ahead go fucking go ahead we'll add puerto rico keep the stars 50 yeah we'll be fine yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll add the virgin islands or guam we'll be all right figure it out Yeah, fucking let them get. We'll figure out passports for college football prospects. Fucking let Texas go. <laughs> yeah, it like watch watch what would happen if all these things that these people take for fucking granted get taken taken away. For instance, I remember Craig T. Nelson, coach, oh, coach. coach. He was on Fox News when Obama got elected, and uh, it's a great quote. He says, "You know, when I was a struggling actor and I was on food stamps." The government didn't help me out one bit. <laughs> it was like that, yeah. that uh, Tanya Laharen or Tony La whatever her name Tommy is. Tommy Laren. Tommy Laren. No, no, he, he they was, don't get it, dude. They don't get a, it. There is a pro- he, certain he really, people who don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Because in Craig T. Nelson's mind, it's like a white food stamp is different. Yeah, yeah. you know th- that was a food stamp that was going to make coach. You know, whereas yeah, there, there food are stamps given to to single moms whose kids won't make coach but might you know escape crippling prov- poverty means nothing yeah you know? yeah there are people like like trump who inherit a family business inherit 
shitloads of money and think oh, I did this myself. I didn't need anybody it. else. I'm in, a, I'm in a weird position where I acknowledge white privilege, but every single person who uses that phrase, I want to set on fire. No, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's the same tough. way when I hear dudes go, "I'm a feminist." I go, "Dude, you're using that to get laid, and you're probably a piece of shit." Right. It's it's one of those also, things where even, it's like it's it's when I hear somebody go, "I'm so fucking drunk right now." You're not. You're not. Yeah. Because if you were, you wouldn't have to say it. Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't know it. Listen, if you, you were drunk, I mean? you'd say something like this: "Israel shouldn't exist." Yeah. Or this one. No, I'm fine to drive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you're really drunk, you'd be yeah. actively destroying every relationship yeah. you've no, ever built. No, fine. Right now. Let's keep going out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. This is what bullshit. do you mean I gotta leave? Who do you mean? Well, it's those people, those weekend warriors. When we see them drunk, we're like, sweehearts, sweetheart, sweetheart. What are oh, you doing? Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? You're I embarrassing everybody right now. This is not for you. This you need to sit on the sidelines right now. You know. And I I feel that way with. You talk about, like, when you hear people, you acknowledge white privilege, when you hear people use it, you want to fucking hit them. Yeah. I get that totally. And what's going on right now, I feel like, it's the word ignorant. People, if you call someone ignorant, they take it like you called their mother a cunt. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To go back to that word. And ignorant does not mean you're a bad person. No. It just means you're lacking a little knowledge in something. No. And to admit you have some naive. white privilege. Look, I didn't grow up. That's a cute word. Naive. And, yeah, that's a good a word, too. Version. You're right. I should probably use cute that, version. too. You're naive. You're naive. You're just being a little that's naive. Like fun. You just like, need to, like, wake <laughs> up a little bit. Naivete? Listen, uh, Sarah, can yeah. you just... Your level of little... naivete is pretty uh, impressive. Can we bring it down to Scotch? Yeah. So I, scotch. I, I went scooch. to a Chicago public grade school. My parents divorced when I was five. We, you know... Real simple means I ate a lot of canned food for dinner for a long time. You know, my dad remarried. My stepmom had some, you know, money, and so things got better. We became more middle, middle class. Um, then went to a Catholic high school. So, yeah, I, I'm not – I didn't grow up. Things weren't great, but I can admit I still had privilege. Yeah. And the privilege is being just a white dude. I've been pulled over ten times in my life. I've never gotten a written ticket when being pulled over. Really? Actually, one time I did, but I knew the lawyer. I went to – I got – I was on my way to work. And I talked about, oh, I got a fucking ticket. And the, this guy was a lawyer who hung out there. Let me see the ticket. Show him the ticket. He goes, I know this officer. You're good. I can't believe he even did this. Right? Not guilty. He won't show up to court. You'll be yeah. fine. And I did. Jesus and not Christ. only that, but the like she lawyer knew my last name from some reason. You should be mayor. And Oh, yeah. I got so, pulled over here back before standing when I was still playing hockey. I got pulled over here driving a car without insurance, without fucking And I reached like booze, too, that day. And say shit about that. Yes, and uh-huh. I had, I was drinking and driving in the literal sense. Like there was, I, was, I literally like get pulled over, like ditching the beer I'm drinking. And the cop pulls me over, sees the, uh, asks for my shit. I give him my shit. And then I'm like, I don't have the insurance. And then he's like, eh? but then he sees my hockey equipment in the back. Oh no. And he's like, Oh no shit, you play hacky? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I play uh, over at McFedridge. You trying to say it back to me? Yeah, I play hacky. On Friday. Over there on Irving and in I knew, California? I knew yeah. McFedridge was the cop skate, uh, and I fucking got away with it. So that, was, that was a lie. That was, no, I did play at okay. McFedridge. No, that's a big guy. I have been pulled over yeah. at least seven times. No, five times. I'm like two miles from here, that place. Well, I've been pulled over at least five times where I'm like, okay, I'm not drunk, but if I blow, I will be in oh, trouble. Uh, so every yeah. time you're like, God damn it, God damn it, God damn it. And every time I've just been polite and nice and white, and I've always gotten the white part's big. Yeah, but also like, the polite part, you got to be fucking like. Yeah. I was in a car where, where someone got a DUI, and he was being drunk, but he's also being a little challenging instead of being overly nice. Yeah, and yeah. then it's that, like, honestly, I had no idea how much that goes. I recently got the iPhone 8 Plus, not bragging, yeah. but when we got that. I went in and I was kind of upset where I'm like, they're not giving us more money off. We've been with them. We've never missed a bill. So then I was like, I was getting on the phone and I was like about to fucking go off a little bit with, you know, because we're at the like store place and they're sending me to like corporate. I'm on the phone with whoever the fuck it is, some customer service. And the woman behind the register, she said to me, 
real quick, like, I don't want to tell you, but if you're nicer, they're going to give you more things. Yeah. And I was just like, and no one's ever told me that yeah. before. So then I started flirting with her and being yeah. like a sweetheart. It's like, all right, well, then we'll waive the insulation. We'll do this for you. We'll do that for you. And I was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah, just be charming. It was just like, oh, if you're nice to people, you're going yeah. to get more things you want that sure, way. 100%. And, but I, I want to get back to the whole white privilege thing. Well, so I'm I have not a story saying, telling DUI, by the way, that has... Oh, well, I had to I finish your DUI story. I'm sorry. No, 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 but right, that I'll, reminded me of what you're saying. Look at yeah. us, how polite we are. We, yeah. we care about each other's thoughts yeah. and we want us to get them out. Right. And I, with the whole... Just admitting you have some white privilege does not make you a bad person. Right. It does not mean you don't work hard. No. It does not mean... Also, it doesn't mean you should feel bad for being white. No, no one's saying... I don't think... I'm not saying that. I don't feel bad for being white. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't help the way you're born. So what? I was sure. born with fucking blue eyes and killer shoulders. Yeah. Is that my fault? Yeah, you have great no. Shoulders. Killer Sorry, shoulders. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's no one's saying to feel bad for that. I'm not but everyone's gonna... saying just be fucking, yeah. be a little more aware that other people didn't quite fucking have that. Yeah. And don't be such a dick about it. Yeah. Don't act like, well, if I fucking did this, why can't they do that? Things are a little bit different where they're different. from. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's central it. thing. Yeah. Because that's the argument that everybody fucking uses, the old bootstraps argument. Well, things weren't equal. And that's the thing that's a myth. Up until the 90s, there yeah. were still real estate companies that weren't even showing black people houses in white neighborhoods. So therefore, like, why are their neighborhoods so bad? Like, it's concentration that that of poverty. It's just a few years ago. It's you, you yeah, can't move out. You know, they insane. didn't benefit from the GI Bill. The GI Bill essentially created the middle class. It did. Absolutely. We, all these soldiers went off to World War II, yep. came back, and were able to get a home loan wherever they wanted. Uh-huh. Black people were not able to get a home loan really? wherever they wanted. It was well documented. There are a lot of people that Discrimination that practices. Fought, yes, well documented. There are a lot of people that, that like, fought Nazis in World War II and then came back home and like turned fire hoses on black people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a real... And, and black people fought there, too, but they just, yeah. you know... Because it, it, it goes back. If you read the, that book, People's History of the United States, poor whites and, and slaves got along great because they yeah. saw, like, hey, we're both getting fucked by these people. Yeah. So they were, like, creating alliances. Absolutely. A sharecropper. Pe- yeah. You know, uh, uh, sharecroppers were sharecroppers. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. It's like post, post-emancipation. People lived, And that is... The indentured service and the slaves got along real well. Through the prism of my uh, Louisiana granddad who was in the KKK... Seriously? And raised, yeah. Jesus. And raised his fucking... Way to get out of there, dude. Seriously. Well, you know what? He, he stopped paying his dues. It wasn't okay. noble. He only did... He didn't change his way of thought. They just, you know... You, I'm talking I didn't pay you. my He's dues. He's like getting kicked out of college for not paying your parking tickets. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, to, to defend my grandpa, he only joined the KKK for their improv program. <laughs> yeah, I heard they have a whole... Uh, it was the only... There's This is pre-Groundlings. Yeah. You had to go original if you want to learn. But... Understanding it through that prism, it is 100%. There were the people that acknowledged that they were in the same boat, and those people became the liberal working class that the Democrats paid attention to up until this past election. Yeah. And then the other side of that, which was in the South, unfortunately, uh, were just people that resented the fact that they had to live like black people. And that is 100% the impetus of their racism. Uh, uh-huh. the, the the idea that they, how can I live like a, how is it not better for me than them? Uh, it can't yeah, be. Yeah, that's why the South flipped, basically. It was a broken, too. right. It was a broken, but even before, in their mind, it was a broken promise of a birthright. The but fact even that during, black people could do better than them. Yeah, yeah, totally. But even during slavery, it's fucking so bad. these, you know, there's a lot of black people with Irish last names. You and I both have Irish last names, yeah. Joe. 
And a lot of people think, oh, that means they were Irish owned. That means their slave owner had an Irish last name. That, not, no. No. Okay, the, the first big wave of Irish immigration came in the 1850s. The Civil War happened a decade later. You think in that 10 years they were owning fucking plantations? Yeah. No, they weren't. What happened was they were fucking friends. Yeah. They were friends because they were all poor. Poor whites and slaves actually got along real well because they were like, yeah, we're kind of both getting fucked indentured servants with Irish people and other things like that. Obviously, they weren't quite the same, but they still buddied up. And then they created laws that separated them, saying if we find whites and blacks conjugating together mm-hmm. it was like you were in trouble yeah you know? and the reason being is because then you get the snow piercer scenario you know you get that rebellion scenario yeah you they know? didn't want you that keep us splintered keep us it's why like debates about white privilege you know who loves that fucking conservatives love it because they know it's a wedge yeah well you it's know? like whenever i see like stuff where cops and protesters are fighting I always think somewhere there's some rich guy up in a high tower going, dance, puppets, dance. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. Because those two sides should be on the same side for everything. Yeah. Of fucking you know what I course. mean? Like, cops it's- get shot by illegal guns all the time, and, and, and which, which is a fucking travesty. Mm-hmm. That officer who died recently in Chicago, I know people who worked for him, so he was yeah. the best dude. We really? have a comedian friend who used to babysit his daughter. Really? Yep. Maria Rojakowski oh, babysat wow. that uh, Bauer's daughter. Heard nothing but great things about him. An absolute fucking tragedy. That guy died. Should wow. still be alive. And same with every officer that dies. It's an incredibly hard job, and, and they do get shit on more than they should. Yeah. And and some of the bad ones do deserve to get shit on, though. So, well, I mean, that's when the struggle. Dude, we oh, yeah, want to see the good ones talk more shit about yeah, the bad ones. Let but. me tell you a story about that. So, that one that... Oh, the DUI? You bring yeah, it back to the so DUI? Like, right, so, this is good podcasting, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I know, right? It is. You put a long good time on that. Good pod. Uh, yeah, yeah, good pod. Um, so, get, uh, I'm with... My girlfriend's time and her brother, uh, I think eh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I won't say names. Um, and yeah, he was going through a lot, so we like we, we like decided to take him out drinking and stuff. Like that. we weren't thinking that he was also driving. We it was we we all made a bad mistake, right? It wasn't his fault. It was our fault collectively. Okay. So he, we're and it's in Michigan. We're going home, and do I meet this like this black gay guy who's there uh, at this bar and like we're chumming it up, having fun, whatever. And then bar closes and we're like, Hey, we'll give you, we'll give you a ride home. You live close, right? He goes, yeah, I live down here. And we're, so we're like, all right, we'll give you a ride home. He's like, nice. he's like a little weird kid. But he's like, nice. Um, older. And, uh, he's in the back seat. Uh, and then he gets my, the, the guy gets pulled over and the cops like, Hey, you drunk, about you know, you're drinking on stuff. And of course everything he's doing is a little aggressive and it's like, here's a question. And then long, delay and then starts reaching for things like it's that's how drunk he is it takes him to process it and i'm drunk and i'm realizing he's drunk so i'm like this is not a good situation that's bad so then he's like are you guys been drinking what was the deal here and uh then he looks and he sees the black guy in the back seat and he just instantly locks in he's a white officer and he goes what's your deal who are you and we're like i'm like i've never seen where what uh what what town? What city was it? Is in like uh, uh, Midwestern uh, Michigan, okay. like on the on the on the on the lakeside, on the Michigan lakeside, and, uh, and so instantly Western Michigan. Yeah, he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "What does it matter, sir?" He's like, "Really?" He's been really sweet to this guy. What does it matter, sir? What does it matter? He goes, "I don't care. What's your name? What's your deal? Who are you? How do you know these guys?" And then like he instantly, "Who are you?" Everything, and I'm like, "This is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen." And I'm like. A part of me is like, yeah, focus on that while you let this guy go. A part of me was like that, where it was really shitty, you know, like, oh, God, okay, I don't want to take advantage of this. But and the second part was like, I wanted to, like, say something, but I didn't want to make it worse for this guy. What do you do? You can't be like, Sir, you, <sighs> yeah, you're tough. the one. What about me? I could have fucking killed somebody, and I'm sitting right here. They even say, they even bad. Yeah, you don't eye. do that either. Yeah, Damn, but didn't bad tough, eye at me. So you're position. like, what the fuck? And I also, I, I just met this guy. I don't know this guy at all. 
but I'm like wanting to defend him, right? I wanted to be like, dude, you cannot, are you serious? This is the person you focus on in this whole group? I, I wanted to be like, this guy's fucking drunk. And you're and he's driving and you're letting but he's being so aggressive. And finally that guy gives him like his info and stuff. And then uh we find out that he just got out of jail like a day before and he had like he still had a warrant out for like another another thing. Oh, and it was shit. like yeah, and I was like, Come on, why did it have to work out? That's not fair. Yeah. And then they, they instantly like I mean, they 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 they, they do they, they like ripped him out of their handcuffed him. They weren't like too mean, but I would say they're definitely too aggressive. But it was one of those things where it was like, "What a fucking piece of shit that guy is!" And I'm like, "Oh, it worked out. Come on, please. Like, why? I got gotcha, you. Why yeah. did it have to work out? Why couldn't it just be this guy's just a su- super nice? I mean, he was really a nice guy. He just was like, I think he's just kind of a fuck, a fuck up. You know, he's like a drunk. Like, I think we kind of all have that as like good white dudes, where when we hear about a crime, we're like. Please don't let me be a black guy. Please don't. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Shit. You know what I mean? Because you know it's just going to keep yeah. perpetuating like, that on, stereotype. Why There are like three crimes people deserve to go to jail for. Everything else is bullshit. Yeah. I don't think his, I don't, I feel like his was like. What are the three? Killing, stealing, and raping? Killing, I don't even think stealing. Well, it depends what you steal. Right? Grand theft. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, fucking. You steal an $80,000 car. I mean, yeah, but like, if you steal a DVD, it should be fine. A DVD? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy, by the way, holy shit. I mean, you steal, you this said 80, 80 grand car. You steal that, you're stealing that from someone who can afford. Yeah. And someone who has insurance against it. And you're stealing from a company that makes plenty of money. But you don't think there should be a punishment for stealing the car? But what's it called? I'm not you saying you should be fucking soft, in jail I, for a year, but a big fine. The maybe? way we treated OJ, or, when or he how be- about community service at least? I right? think the way we treated OJ when he beat Nicole within a half inch of her life in 1989, you make him organize a golf tournament. <laughs> yeah. So your dad could get some Yeah, that really worked out. That really worked out. That really reformed him, right? Yeah, that really worked out. Well, yeah. he did make Naked Gun in 89, too. Great. I was great thought, film. I was thought yeah. that, like, after, because OJ, OJ beat the shit out of Nicole, and it was horrifying. And they had him dead to rights. But OJ was the man yeah. in, like, 89. And they were like, well, you got to organize a golf tournament? Yeah. Is that all <laughs> that right? That was, like, yeah. his community service. And he's like, sure. Yeah. And now we're mad at OJ for thinking he can't kill her. That's on us. <laughs> yeah. Well, adding to that though, someone listening right now who's sober might be like, "Wait a second, OJ got away with something, and he's not white." Well, there really is another thing called rich privilege. Yeah. If you're rich, you could get away with stuff. Yeah. Cosby oh. isn't doing jail time. He's getting away with stuff. I feel like, like that's rich. Worse. Rich people, There's... no matter what you are, will get away with right. things. Right. There, there is an white, a white might bias. as well. Yeah. White might as well. New special. He talked about that. Um, yeah, he talked about that. He yeah, goes, yeah, because he goes, yeah. yeah, some he said some Trump supporter came up to him saying, like, oh, he's he, gonna help us. He's like, no, he's not, you dumb motherfucker. He's, he's gonna, gonna help, help me. me. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Chappelle's so rich. I, by the way, Chris Rock came out with a special recently. Amazing. Hated it. You didn't like it? I, one is honestly, one. I thought, I saw, I, before I saw it, this influenced me a little bit. It, I, I, sh- I, I shouldn't let this influence me, but I'm glad it did. People were saying before I watched it, it's the best special in the last year. And some people were like, it's better than Chappelle's. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's if not. you think Chris Rock's latest special was better than any of Chappelle's last four, I know some people don't like the one where he's just sitting on a stool and he's in the belly room at the comedy store. No, that's incredible. The belly room at the comedy he, store is a, one of my favorite he's places. He's a weekend to working out any of that material. 
Dude, yeah. that that, that's that special him, was yeah. like a comedian's unplugged. I thought yeah. it was fucking cool as hell. Oh, so cool. I'm stealing that from my yeah. buddy Mike Bryanstein. Actually, that's he's a really funny comedian. The way he, he oh, broke, I know, I know of him. Yeah, we were talking, and he said, "Dude, that was like a comedian's version of unplugged. Just sitting there talking yeah. it out in a small room. That's why I go, fuck, dude. It made me like even but more. That one per- everyone's but just I felt it anyway. You know, staring at him. Being here's like, this is so interesting. Here's my problem. Yeah, dude, the way he told that story. But yeah. real, real quick with the Chris Rock thing. His for a lot of the shit he was saying was like I've heard versions of this. Exactly. These are tweets. This is exactly. not groundbreaking. Once he got into the divorce shit, that yeah, was I awesome. I didn't like it until yep. then. The divorce, I didn't like it until then. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. When it got good. That's when I didn't care about the shit before that. Yeah, the shit before that was yeah. just like, are oh, you not saying anything new? No. The like, first half, I've I was heard just like, this. this is one of the best shot specials I've ever seen. It looks amazing. Bill Burnham did a great job, and then he got into that. But no, dude, it that, was that shot well. Yeah, look, cool. I was in the middle of trying to write a bit. I mean, it's not because well, you had Twitter, that breakup, which we're still going to get to even oh, though this fine. podcast might be going a little long for the first time. Twitter, yeah. just a little over an hour. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna get yeah. there. Though. Twitter has destroyed what makes people like Chris Rock special as comedians. Yeah, because you used to go to someone like Chris Rock and you want to hear that take. Yes, because yeah. those takes weren't out there. Uh, those takes happen every day, every second, every minute. Yeah, I think There's political comedy is dead. It's dead. Yeah. Topical comedy. It's boring. If you're going to do it the way Chris Rock does it, it's dead. Yeah. You know, you can't do it straight. You can't bring up the topic and then do it. You have to weave it in and then you have to back away from it. It's just what Chris Rock used to do was so much more precious than what it is now. And that's what hurt his special. Yeah. You know, in no way is Chris Rock not a still one of the best people to ever fucking grab yeah. a mic. Yeah. He, oh, he's, it's he's just amazing. what he does is diminished because of what we have. Yeah, nothing of that was groundbreaking. None of that made me go, oh, no. wow. That's Whereas, no, but what, was, like, what was great was seeing him actually be personal. That Well, the that part. Well, what he got to, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah, personal shit was amazing. Yeah, that, that and part. I wish, I, I think, if only he flipped it. Yeah, if only he, he start, did that yeah. shit. But I think there, he, in his head, he's like, I gotta warm him up to then open up. Well, you know, and also, dude, you gotta it's make like Chris that Rock is aware. Chris Rock is aware of uh, how people perceive him, and you know, he for years was the only comedian that mattered when it came to topical shit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Know? Yeah, it's like he was the he was the finger on the pulse guy. Still, again, one of my favorite gun control jokes. He had a joke where he bullets. said, bullets, yeah. yeah. He goes, uh, if you really want to stop these murders, make bullets, $10,000 a bullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then if you walk up to a guy and he's got, you know, six, got killed by six gunshots, you're like, God damn, he's got $60,000 worth of bullets. Motherfucker must have deserved yeah, it. Like, yeah. that's so a hilarious joke. Yeah. Or yeah. I didn't do it well, but that's how I remember it. Well, he's, or I mean, the fuck it's just, it. and again, too, like, you know. And he's aging incredibly. Adrian no, he's still he an amazing performer. Good. Oh, no, he looks good. Chappelle looks like, well, he looks a little too buff he's sometimes. Too buff but now. although he was wearing a Nirvana shirt on stage the other day, and that's yeah. like my all-time favorite band. Yeah, so, like, to have the two of that. Why yeah. you say, oh, you notice. Like, like I played <laughs> no, I said, I noticed, yeah. Uh, you know that Nirvana about me. Nirvana's so good. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And How is Lounge Act not a single? By the way, that honestly, that I've always said that's, like, the most underrated <laughs> song. Lounge Act should be. Such the, a fucking cool Lounge song, Lounge Act should have been the biggest single off I that like, record. I like Lounge Act was not a single. It should have been Breed. Should have been a single. It wasn't. Um, on a plane is even a dope fucking song. Mm-hmm. Stay away is cool. I, that whole oh, yeah. Anyway, their B sides. I still am a big fan. Even really? his youth, great tune. Anyway though, um, I could talk. We'll have another Nirvana podcast maybe. Um, but yeah. So with with everything going on in comedy right now, as we're going with the whole you know white privilege and fucking feminism and all this stuff. These are things that I feel like they don't need to divide people. I think the biggest problem with liberals and what makes people hate them so much is they are so they're fucking losers. And in such a way where and I mean it in a way where they don't understand the people who grab the leadership there 
makes me makes the average person feel like, wow, are there no cool liberals? When there are. Robert yeah. De Niro's a cool liberal. There are cool liberals, but the problem is those dudes Greg are Popovich. Too, are too, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr. Those dudes don't take on the leadership role. Maybe they're starting a little bit more, but like gun control. Because they're not whiny about it. Well, every time we hear gun control, there's the other side goes, you're not taking my fucking guns. It's like, dude, no one wants to take your fucking gun. Yeah. We're not saying that. Yeah. We're saying, can we make it just a little bit harder for bad people to stop getting yeah. guns? Yeah. Like, like, well, what's the difference? Bad people just break laws. So we should make it easier? Well, then don't lock your fucking doors anymore. Yeah. If burglars are just going to find a way to break the law, don't even fucking, like, why, yeah. what why, I, why are you helping them? Let's make I it a tiny bit difficult. Specifically can we call it something other than gun control is my point. Why yeah. We call it gun control, and they think, ooh, they want to control it. Yeah. Let's call it gun reform. Republicans and conservatives are good at renaming shit. Absolutely. The estate tax became the death tax. Ooh, that, yeah. I'm going to take my yeah. fucking grandpa's money. Like Obamacare. Yeah, like, do shit. We're making making, it, it's making it sound like this is that black guy's idea. Well, you're talking about Craig T. Nelson saying, yeah. like, when I was on food stamps, Nobody helped me. Yeah. What? Yeah. And and that happens all the time. Like the when the guy who the EpiPen was created with taxpayer money. Yeah. And then the person who bought it was like, I could charge whatever I fucking want for it. Yeah. I came up with it. No, you really didn't though, fuckhead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the internet was government what money. All this it, other what stuff. What do they call it? Gun privilege. Yeah, that might work. Or reform yeah. works okay. Gun or just privilege. like, gun call, how about I like safety gun awareness? You gotta earn, you gotta earn the privilege. privilege. Earn gun privilege. How about let's yeah. how about the <laughs> American Safety Act? Yeah. Oh, you're against it, so you're against safety for Americans? Uh, like, yeah, shit where you could switch and turn it around on, which is what they do. Yeah. And uh, so I remember someone saying that Tommy Laharan chick, I, th- I tried to bring this up earlier, and we got off topic, but that's fine. That's what you do at a bar, baby. You switch yeah, topics. Bar. Creating that atmosphere. Yeah. And she said, What's that, y'all? they asked her about health care. They asked her about health care, and she's like, well, I don't know. I'm still under my parents' health care. And they're like, yeah, do you know why? Because of Obamacare, because she's 25, and you're yeah. allowed to be under your parents because of under your 26. So she was benefiting from the same thing she was railing against. Well, and yeah. talk about fucking people just, you know, saying what's already out there yeah. and getting credit for it. Tommy Laren has, she is just hot. She's hot. Oh, Her yeah. voice she, is annoying, but she, she, says, she is. She's sexy. She, yeah. just, she just she just says these. She gets these, a high pitch. She yeah. fucking says these things that have been being said by fucking conservative exactly. pundits for 30 fucking years. Yeah. We look like frogs. But she's fucking mm-hmm. yeah. hot, and she tweets it, and she gets credit for it. For and Rachel week. Maddow's not hot. Yeah. Well, she, I don't she know. Is she to has some people. She's got some people. She's got nice eyes, but yeah. like, I get the Fox News structure of let's hire pretty blondes to tell people sound yeah. bites it's just sound bites so then yeah. people get on board they go oh you fucking believe what they're doing yeah. with it and nobody reads past the headline anyway yeah you know so and i and love i go to fox news's website every day do you i do and take notes it's fucking yes i i form my world view from it i just it, it is amazing what they choose to cover like you know the third headline in will just be something a name It'll be something about like one of them was a guy farted on an airplane. They had to land the airplane. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. It's like yeah. they just they just choose to sidestep shit. It's all stuff a sixty three year old woman would share on Facebook. Exactly, that's their yeah. whole model. Exactly. Let's. It's fucking crazy. I do feel like where we're at though right now though is still part of the Obama legacy. I think if you thought that Obama would happen and then we were just going to be a a left center country I forever agree. I agree with you on is naive and Pollyanna. This is the inevitable backlash. And when people are in their most desperate mode, that's when they do the craziest shit. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like Pablo Escobar. When he got desperate, he blew up a fucking airline plane. Yeah. And this is what conservatives are doing. This is they're trying to blow up a fucking plane with Trump and all this shit. It's still part of the greater continuum. 
It doesn't mean that we can all just like sit back and take it. Yeah. Like for instance, I didn't vote in the last election. I will never let that happen again. But well, you were voting in Illinois or no Florida? You still vote in Florida? Yeah, Florida, Florida would have mattered. Florida, Florida would not have. Yeah. And uh, you know, because I was about to vote third party because I was in California, so who gives a shit? Well, we, I mean? we all just thought it was ridiculous. He was going. I thought after that grabber by the pussy thing, he was dead in the water, but he yeah. wasn't. No, he wasn't. And it's, it's because we're heavily. They don't well, care. we're heavily gerrymandered too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And we're fucking. We we pretend that North Dakota deserves as many senators as every other state and shit like that, you know? So there needs to be activism beyond just the sentiment. But I think Trump, that's the second act of the Obama promise. And I think years from now, two and a half, three years from now, hell, he might even get elected for a second term. But after this whole thing washes out, well, yeah, because 401ks keep going up and the fucking, you know, people are going to look well, at stock the market tax is doing cuts. Well, but that doesn't do. Well, so. well, he's pinning his hopes to his stock market. The most fucking you can't fucking take credit for that. It's retarded. It well, does yeah, whatever right. it wants. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think eventually we're going to be fine. You know, this, oh, isn't, I, this I, isn't us lurching toward being a uh, fascist republic. No, I think. Yeah, I think there's I think we'll be OK. And. I don't hate conservatives. I just want real conservatives. Right. You know what I mean? There's not a real... I hate hypocrisy. I, if you... Anyone who's listening who's known me for a long time or who, who's followed my comedy or me on social media... Listening. Yeah, well, I'm throwing this out to future... This isn't live, dickhead, so okay. I'm throwing out to future people, dummy. I love you, Joni. You're so cute. Nice fucking dumb hat. Anyhow, I love um, my tiny dumb I love hat. that. He left that hat at my house and I wouldn't get it back from for months. I was really sad about it. It was my it's favorite like hat. It's like a little short brim. I wore, that, I wore that hat to a work party. That's <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I tried it's to business pop. casual. Yeah. I tried to moments. fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. I would, a, I would fucking come on it. That's what I would do. So what... Me too. With... With... um. I lost my train of thought completely, buddy. I <laughs> yeah. totally did. I can't you said, remember. Uh, I hate again. hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Hypo- yes, yeah. I hate if people who know me know I, I don't attention. like hypocrisy, and more importantly, I don't like inconsistency. Now there, are, I have. I'll talk to a lot of people who are conservative. Like I'm just fiscally conservative. I'm totally cool with gay marriage and trans rights, and yeah, let to each their own. Let them do what they want. Marijuana should be legal, and 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 you know, let's let's try to curb uh, you know injustice and blah 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 when it comes to uh, racism and everything. And that's great. Cool. If you're a libertarian, that's fine. But a lot of libertarianism, some of it on paper, it looks great, but it's like this made up, like it's never been put into practice. Right. You, it's this weird thing where it's like, we'll get rid of all taxes. And I'm like, well, what about like a fire department? What if you need street yeah. lights? Yeah. Well, we'll just put a collection plate out. Oh, you'd never meet people. That's yeah, yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Um, there's no like fucking, you know, on both sides making too, shit up. On, on the conservative side, on the liberal side, there are so many things that people want to put into practice. That makes sense if we were a country of 12 million people. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're 350 million people. Oh. We're not going to be able to be specific about anything. Yeah. But there needs to just be a general move toward common sense. Well, even Teddy Roosevelt was the two-term president. He was a conservative and switched to being a progressive, which, you know, people also call liberal, kind of borderline same um, philosophies. And when they asked him, why are you progressive all of a sudden? You used to be like small government conservative. He said, well, he goes, once America merged in an agricultural economy with an industrial economy, it became clear that this country was too big to have a conservative mindset. We need to keep going forward. And also he saw capitalism as this thing where, yes, capitalism has its efficiencies, which are great, but it's going to become so efficient that it's going to get rid of entire industries where people are going to need a little bit of government assistance. Yeah, doesn't mean they're bad people. doesn't mean they're lazy. doesn't mean they're this. But you think about that. Sean Flanner, who we mentioned earlier, who you mm-hmm. run a show with, uh, Jonah, great comedian, he posted a thing like five, six years ago. Hilarious. Best, yeah. One of the best storytellers you ever meet. 
been on Comedy Central. You look him up, Sean Flannery. He posted a thing like five or six years ago, right after Instagram got sold. Instagram got sold for one point like eight billion dollars. Let's say I think it was right around there. Jesus. And they had fifty-five employees at the time they got sold. Kodak, also film, at their height was also valued at one point eight billion at the height of their success. Yeah. When they were valued at one point eight billion, they had one hundred and forty thousand employees versus fifty-five. So it's one of those things where, and then we hear more and more about this. This company got sold for eight billion dollars. Yeah. How many employees do they have? Forty. How many yeah. employees do they have? Fifty. Because things are getting more efficient, where you need less and less employees. I'll hear people say millennials are lazy because they only want to work forty hours a week. When I was starting out, I worked seventy hours a week. Right. Well, you're a fucking moron. Okay. Yeah. You know you die at the end, right? Things are more efficient now. They're easier. I don't need to go to the bank anymore. I can deposit my check on my phone. That, that, that's not a late. It's the things are getting more efficient, but because of that. Industries are getting wiped out, and you're going to need a little bit of government assistance to help people through that. Now, I think I heard France or Belgium, one of these European countries, does a thing now where uh, they tax people in their 20s more, but then their retirement age is like 55. Uh, so in your 20s, perfect. you're like, fuck, I'm paying a shitload of tax, but then I'm going to retire when I'm 55. And they're doing that because they want people to retire earlier to open up jobs for young people. Every now and then I'll hear about somewhere they're like, my grandfather is 78 and he still works. How about that? I go, that should be a you're, horrific you're a story. He's dumb. Wait, my, that should yeah. be like no, a sad thing. Yeah. No, because unless, my, it's my, a, unless it's passion. It's passion. My grandpa's 88 and he still works. And he What's he, what does he do? Construction. He's, he's nailing shit down? Uh, yeah, he's just calling rubbish now. That's all he does. He just loves it. Well, that's, that's like a hobby, though. He's not taking jobs. I'm talking about the people who are sticking around taking jobs from people. Yeah. Oh. Like, why are you still working What's at this own company? Go fucking lay down, well, for dude. instance, my... my 22-year-olds can't find jobs because you old fucks are hanging on too yeah. long, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like my, my, point. my dad uh, made a great living his entire life. And then he got overextended in a housing situation, oh, no. which the whole country fucking did. I grew up in South Florida, which was like ground zero for the... Yeah. yeah. If you watch that movie... um. Big the short. Big short. They, 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 right show down it, there. they show it completely accurately. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that, a great that's movie. Not, that should have won Best the, Picture that year. The idea, yeah. the I like them showing like gators living in fucking pools of houses people couldn't sell. That that happened. Yeah. And you know he did everything right, worked his ass off, got fucked, and now he can't retire. Yeah. Ever. And that is, and that affects people that want to people my age wanting to take his job you know it's like that commitment to being able to make people incredibly wealthy yeah is evil on it, every it is yeah on every front it hurts everything you know you you can't let that shit happen i mean before social security over 50 percent of senior citizens died in poverty yeah over 50 uh, percent yeah well there's 10 six of them are dying poor and hungry and these are all like that's and that's really I think when America started to become great was that World War II era, that great generation era yeah. that no one shuts the fuck up about. But there is some truth to that because we started to actually look out for old people. We came up with Medicaid shortly, like a decade or two after that, because it's like, all right, if you're poor and sick, let's help you out. And that's where I start to get annoyed. Where I'm like, we always talk about us being the greatest country in the world, and we are great in a lot of ways. I'm not taking anything away from that, although a lot of it is propaganda. Yeah. You, yeah. you learn how to say the Pledge of Allegiance before you learn two plus two because they want to get in your head. Don't ever fucking think we're not amazing. And also, yeah. and our fight people who will go against that. Uh, our great. Greatness but is, we used to care for people. Our you know? greatness is relative to us not being Nazis. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, which is pretty great. But you know what? Though you good. mentioned being, you mentioned being <laughs> Southern and how Southerners, are, you, you believe Southerners are still morons and idiots. How is it that the Germans who were tied to being Nazis, which was the worst thing in the world, they've gone so far? They're so embarrassed by that history 
But we have Southerners who still, you know it's been passed down generation to generation. They're, they're not embarrassed. embarrassed. They, oh, they, and, uh, they, they, they love it. And it's, they're pissed off that an, they don't get to have slaves yeah, anymore because yeah, yeah. they got passed my down uncle, generations. My uncle, very upset, you know, last time Real I quickly, how many times have all of us needed to move the mic to burp? Oh, I feel like every, a few I'm at of five. Us. I mean, yeah, I'm at, I'm I'm like, my over under is about four and a half. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. She, All right, uh, go ahead about your uncle. I'm sorry, well, John. Well, my uncle, he, uh, when I was hanging out with him, he was really upset by it, like taking down the Confederate flags. He's like, they're trying to erase our history. And good, we don't get to lionize that. Yeah, you just got to understand that you were wrong. Yeah, no one wants to say that. Yeah, yeah because, I don't see because it's, it's racing a, history at it's all. It's a huge. You know? yeah, nobody wants books. to forget it. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. country just, they don't want to celebrate it anymore. And we yeah. talk about the South as this outlier. You know, if you're if you're a liberal person or if you live not in there or Middle America, we talk about the South as an outlier. But our first three fucking presidents owned slaves. Yeah, the South wasn't an outlier. This country was founded as a slave market. Yeah. All right. They're not and, an outlier. And built on it, you know. You know, we can't pretend that. I mean, their feelings of it being erased. On some level, I understand why it's scary to them. Yeah, it just but our job is to not attack it. and and just dismiss. Our job is to try to explain to them why it's okay to let it. Yeah, that's my that's what I try to get at yeah. too. Because look, I have well, and liberals don't want to do that. Liberals don't. I know, want and to that's why. But they're not. Those aren't liberals, though. Those people who have that mentality, I don't consider them liberals. That's well, not a liberal thing. So the, you, far... you said someone who tried to get you fired from something because they didn't agree with your viewpoints, yeah. they, and they want to wear the liberal badge. That's not fucking liberalism. Yeah. No, that's, that's the, the like opposite. The of liberalism. Far left and far right, or it's more of a horseshoe. Oh, they're, they're yeah. you go so far right, so far left, you become the same thing. I agree with you there, Jonah. Same thing, just on different spectrums. It just it gets me fired up though, real quick, because. Sorry, man. It just gets me fired up because there are conservatives I consider good friends, and I value their friendship, yep. and they're good people. And but they like like a lot of the liberals I'm bitching about right now. They drink the same Kool Aid, yeah. and they go that same way because politics have become sports. You're the blue team, I'm yeah. the red team, and oh, you got to fight, yes, fight, fight, and all this fight. stuff. And you're an idiot because of this, and, you're, and I got to yeah. take every stupid yeah. viewpoint. It's college football. Yeah, and I talked about the consistency yeah. thing bothering me. And even when I do run across a conservative who are like, "No, I'm against gay marriage because of the Bible," yeah. and I go, "Oh, so you're a fucking virgin?" Yeah. And they look at me like, "What?" And I'm like, "You're not married." Yeah. Bible's against premarital sex, so congratulations yeah. for admitting you're a virgin. And they the go, well, no, I'm not. Like, oh, you you're homophobic sh- because you called me a woman. It's like, what the? F- are you serious? Yeah, well, yeah. that's too much of an extreme. That's Maybe. what I'm saying. It's like but you same. think I'm being extreme when I say that? No, no, no. I'm saying, but on the, it's the same side. Oh, because I'm just trying to show off how they pick and choose what part of the Bible they like. Yeah, yeah. But oh, it's I also got you. I'm sorry, you're picking choosing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're telling me that I'm, you know, like homosexuals are wrong because whatever this. And on the other end, saying that I'm wrong because I said it's just like. Well, I don't you know think saying? homosexuals are wrong. Or are you saying no, in general? I'm oh, what you're I, saying. Yeah, I yeah. didn't say they were. No, I'm not I would like to go. This is where the drinking comes no, no, in. No, no, no. Like, I would say? like to go on like record people, and say that I do think homosexuality is wrong. That's do you it? really? No, of course oh, okay. he doesn't. He's joking. Like, I'm half gay. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. The good half. What I'm saying is the people that say that. <laughs> Yeah, that are so like just fucking let let people be people. Well, there are people, people who wake up angry dumb, every day, think, man. And they fuck and it's up usually, a lot. It's more and conservatives I've noticed that wake up that angry. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it on Facebook yeah. and, and Twitter and social media, and when I see them in, in person, they they have this anger about them, they and do. I'm just kind of like, you're doing well. well the whole, Why do you feel that way? And I know they're getting fed because Facebook and social media. They have, you know, I I saw I read this thing recently. They had, I think, five different people Google the same words. They Google oh, the same exact words, all and all their searches came up different. Yeah, 
And it's because the searches had the algorithm that so what it is, it's come mar- up with your marketing. Corporate marketing yes. is splitting the, the country. Yes, it is. Or the, the research in, corp- in, in, in neuromarketing. Well, the, the country, neuromarketing. the country has been split, and now they have caught up to. They know how to market how to the split. Yeah. 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 So then now, exactly. now they're making they're it more and more emotional. And that's the too. problem. Yeah. And that's where I get mad at uh, the liberals that we've been discussing because they don't understand that the only way we're going to fix that yeah. is if you show a little deference. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. have to agree with these fucking people. Right. No, but, but, yeah, you, you, but you can't just be logical. You can't instead categorically. Of here's something that's wrong. You can't categorically say every person who voted for Trump is a fucking. They're not. Person. No, they're not. They're not. Yeah. yeah. They and you can't automatically say straight women are evil because they're fucking not either. Oh, I and hate. I, I hate, hate the that. hypocrisy the, there. The same person who will be like, you can't generalize and say every woman oh, has God, a vagina. They, but they love will be the same person yeah. who goes, all men are scum. It's yeah. like, well, know, you can't do shit. both. Yeah, what they're yeah. doing is they're turning off the average person who doesn't live in these bubbles. The average person is not like I no, talk no. to people who are just they go to work, they have their drinks on their weekend, they have some fun, you know. And, and they're good people. They're great people. Their bubble is taking care of their fucking people in their yeah. life. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not fucking following Twitter and going, who did, did you hear what Logan Paul did? I remember going, who the fuck is Logan yeah. Paul? I, I, I wasn't research, in that building. I research and I didn't Google who he was. I'm yeah. like, oh, some weird blonde kid who's yeah. a, a YouTube who's a following. fucking millionaire. Off of YouTube. Heard of I know. He's yeah. got 10 million YouTube That's subscribers. Insane. That's yeah. amazing. He gets That's more crazy. views than the Big Bang Theory. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Whatever. Oh, he's a fucking. The same way I don't think all, like, People who don't subscribe to this. Oh, he's a moron. He wasn't funny at all. I I had to find out that. Although he caters to 14 year olds. Right. But again, why get upset about that? Yeah, yeah. It was like when people would get upset. Pop music's terrible. Pop music's aimed at 13 year olds. Remember when Twilight came out and all of our our fucking cokehead friends were all like, this fucking movie's stupid. I'm like, why do you have an opinion on Twilight? It's for 17 year old girls who like romance. You're a 40 year old cokehead who's hopeless. Stop fucking getting upset about this. They were just mad because now those girls are going to want to fuck vampires. And not four-year-old coke ass. Exactly, yeah, yeah. skinny vampires. Too, not the ones with dumb like, widow's peaks. Well, the thing is, is yeah, but now you people are, are more about people who look like emancipated or not emancipated, but what's the word I was looking for? Uh, emasculated, Mas- like I- like soft men. Not emasculated. I'm talking about uh, like very skinny and looking like they're gonna die. Emaciated. Emaciated. This is a cokehead. You think you got a great vocabulary? You really do. Jack. You're very smart. My lexicon. But as a cokehead, you think you would be more supportive of Twilight because they look like. Vampires. They do, they do. Yeah. They got like very vampires. thin ribs. For the most part, um, by the way, we're going to wrap up on this because we 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 went, we've had a, we've run the gamut, man. We've had some fun conversation. Yeah. We got some serious stuff in, which I feel like happens when you're drinking yeah. at a pub. Uh, and again, thanks to everyone for listening to Kill Gallons Pub. You can follow Jonah on Twitter at Jonah Jerkins. That's J U R K E N S. Yes, you can follow Jane. They know. No, nobody knows. Yeah, that. I'm fucking being dead. Uh, at Joe Alden McMahon. Joe Alden McMahon. Is that your middle name? Yep. Is that your mother's maiden name? No, middle name. It's Alden. Cool. Alden, yeah. So it's I've a, met some, I know someone with the last English, name Alden. It's an old English name in my mom's uh, mom's wrangle. Okay, cool, oh, cool. Cunt she was. <laughs> I hated my Nana. Imperialist. She was not a lady. What you say? Mom bastards. or grandmother? It's grandmother. 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 Uh, my, my mom's no piece of work either. But, yeah. you know, my grandma was a huge bitch. She was English, and uh, this, here's a good example of her being a huge bitch. My uncle, her youngest, told her that he wanted to be a teacher. And uh, he's like, I think I'm going to want to be a teacher. And she just goes, that's a woman's profession. Ooh. <laughs> Big cunt. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Big cunt. I, ho- I highly recommend you follow both these guys on movie. Twitter because they're hilarious. And if you're in the Chicago area, they both do uh, some road work, too. And you can check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, very funny. You will not be disappointed. And, uh, again, thank you for listening to the very first episode of Kill Gallon's Pub. 
This will be a weekly podcast. I might send out a few extra episodes at a time. I don't know what day it's coming out yet. We're still, this is going to be, if you're listening to this now, know that this was a week or so ago we recorded this. But I feel like the topics are evergreen, so you can listen to them whenever you want. Uh, I want to end with, um, you know, something happy. Uh, Jonah's single now. Let's talk about that. (laughs) I don't know if it's happy or not. But you you, you teased it a little bit earlier. Yeah. I think people want to know what struck this 28-day bender now or 27-day bender. Well, well, you don't want to talk about this. I'll talk about it. This isn't fucking Jerry Spring where I'm pressuring you into some shit. I have no. I am an open book, baby. All right, cool, because I don't want you (laughs) you to get back together with her and then she just stumbles upon this one day on iTunes Um, and she goes, what? I won't overset my boundaries. Well, and also, I don't think. I met her once. She's a nurse, which is yeah. great. My wife's a nurse. Yeah, very, very beautiful, great. too. I, I, yeah, I don't beautiful. think it was a breakup in which either one of you would say anything bad about the other. I agree. It wasn't a bad breakup. Yeah. It's It was like collateral damage through uh, the years we both had. Okay. We had a, uh, she had, I, I think she won't admit as bad of a year as she had. I had a terrible year. Uh, and I think the problem is, which I learned, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to quote something I saw on The Bachelor. Um, no, there's this, this guy said something. It's just like it said he really hurts when it, it really sucks and it's really hard to understand and it just really hurts your feelings when something in your world is so big, but there's somebody else. It's just it's just nothing, you know. Uh, and it's one of those. And I think we both were going through that same thing. So, so it was uh, just like finally, it was like we both were kind of done. So, if I could um, take it, there's no take hate it, or anything. You know, let's roll the dice on this. Um, it's not what I meant to say, but she, she found out I was gay. Yeah, God damn it! Finally, when are people going to admit it? You know, yeah, it's, I finally it's admitted it. And I feel you know like what? The you fact that she, have a girlfriend, the, the fact that she wouldn't put up with you being gay means she's a bitch. Yeah, dude. no, she probably would put up with. Oh me shit! You have two cats. I have two cats. Sorry, it freaked me out because yeah. I no, saw the one there, and then the too. other one was like yeah. on my ass. Yeah. So it felt. I was like, remember that scene in the Matrix where you see the same cat? That's yeah. what I thought was going <laughs> yeah. on with me. I was like, oh no, kitty. I don't oh. know which one I petted earlier. I feel like this is a new one that's on my back. I'm sorry, Jonah. Though, yeah. Um. So you broke up about just. But yeah, 28, 27 days ago. Yeah. Now this thing that was big in your Officially. world is it comedy? And she doesn't. Well, that's get part it? of is it. But it was it? like no, it was like here's here's my year. I don't know if you know this show. I know this show knows it. Because uh, I only moved back in May, so yeah. we only got reunited in May. So yes, we were friends back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But we've yeah. become close, close since friends, working together. Sure. Now that we're both producers, a comedian, you know, comedian, you know, so, com every Wednesday in Chicago. Thank you. Yeah. In a, a little over a year, this has been a little over my year. My stepdad passed away. Then I got a, then I got a concussion. Uh, where I almost died because of a brain bleed. It was actually a really oh, bad concussion. Jesus then, my, then my dad died a year you... yesterday. Oh, I'm so Not sorry. done yet. Uh, then my dad died a year yesterday. Then my mom got diagnosed with MS. My cats, who are my favorite things in the whole entire world, are in, are in uh, kidney failure. Uh, my grandmother has... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, what's it called when you can't remember Dementia? She's beginning size of uh, dementia. She's the one that raised me. And um, oh, I'm in a I'm in a lawsuit over uh, the money of my mom with uh, with my my dad's money over the uh, my Russian stepmom who completely hates me and I thought I was gonna get murdered by her. Jesus, that's been my year. <sighs> well, that this has been Kilgallen's Pub, and I appreciate everybody for checking out. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Um, so I've been dealing with that, and then yeah, dude, also man. comedy career. But you're still white, so really, can so you complain? Really works out. Can you complain, yeah. you white piece of shit? Yeah, you're good looking and you're tan. Yeah. Oh God! Why don't you go on stage and talk about hard as being a white man? Yeah, eh. I know. all right. Um, and then you're she, from Milwaukee. She lost, she which lost is, somebody. That's a good really city. Close. I like Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. That's wow. Holy so it's shit! It's just been like kind of nuts. It's just been like nuts. I did want to ask, how'd you get the concussion though? Uh, my friend from Wisconsin, who's a huge black guy named Kingston. What does it matter that he's black? Why does because why he need to know the rest of the story? Okay, fair enough. Uh, so he's in town. He's a huge drinker, but he's also fucking huge. I mean, he's a football player, big guy. Yeah. And uh, like he plays semi-pro still. 
and I met him. He's already fucking hammered when I met him downtown. And uh, he was, he gets, sometimes he gets like a little emotional, like aggressively emotional. Like we met up with my girlfriend and we're friends. And then any guy friend that would like talk to her or me, he's like, who, who, who's, who's that fucking dude? Who's that? Dude? He's like being like uh, jealous for me. I'm like, kicks it. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And then we he's went out. jealous cucking you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, jealous cucking me. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, I'm like, he's just too drunk. So then he, uh, my girlfriend's friends leave. And then we're all three of us are together, and we're like, all right, let's go out. And then they want to go to, uh, what's the shitty foreign bar downtown in Chicago? Oh, um, that's like notorious. Rossi's or, no, no Rossi's, uh, Boss Bar? No, it's like more of a club, I think. Foreign bar. Oh, Callahan's? No. It's like, it's like notorious. Streeters? Group. No. These are all fun bars. I'm naming nothing but good bars. Uh, shitty, the crappy bars. Oh, the hang up. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so we're right by the hang up, and then they go, let's go to hang up. And I go, nah, let's just go to Yoxies. Yoxies is fun. Uh, you know the one. Fuck Yahtzee's. Well, I'm okay. banned from life from there. I'll, t- I'll tell you the best one is. Which I'll is talk Fireside. about on a future F- podcast. Fireside's Teaser. the best for bar. Fireside, Fireside up on Ravenswood. Dude, so fucking Ravenswood good. near Pierce. And the food is so good. I've been no, there I know three that bar. Yeah, it's on Ravenswood near Pierce. Three times in two weeks. And it's up north, baby. I love it, baby. And um, so it looks like shit inside. And I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm already. I don't want to go. So then Kingston gets the the bouncer guy, and he's like, all right, it's ten bucks. And then I'm like, Kingston, don't worry, it's, it's ten bucks. Don't worry about it. And uh, my Kingston, because he's like the semi-pro football player who's the size he is in Milwaukee, he's like king shit up there. So he always gets in for free, gets like bottles for free. Like he's like one of those guys. Yeah. Kind of douchey. He's like me. Yeah. So then he's just like, hey, yo, he's like, yo, man, like, you know, come on, come on, like this, you know? And, and uh, but the thing is, he takes Uber rides to his football games. So he's, he's not really doing well. <laughs> um, and then the guy, then the bouncer starts giving shit. And my friend, because he's a drunk, just starts getting kind of, and then, uh, because the guy goes like, "Hey man, if you're too broke to get in here, to get in here, I don't think you're, I don't think you have enough money to stay in here." You know, like oh, that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Which oh. I was part of me was like, "Nice." Yeah. Uh, and then it's a decent line. And yeah. then my friend go, he go, he goes, "What'd you say to me, motherfucker?" Like that. Yeah. And the guy goes, and the guy goes like, "I'm gonna say N word. I'll say bubble gum instead of the N word. How about that?" Yeah. So he just goes, he goes, "Man, bubble gum, why don't you get the fuck out of here?" He goes, "You call me motherfucking bubble gum?" Is a black friend. guy saying that or yeah. a white guy? Black guy. Two black guys. Two black guys. Okay. Two black cool, guys. Cool. And they like, say the with the A or the heart ER. Uh, ER. Oh, he said the N with yeah. the ER. But he's but he's bubble so gummer. It's okay. Yeah, bubble gummer. He said bubble gummer. Okay. Bubble gummer. Yeah. So then it's like it almost bu- hurts it's, more. It's like bubble gummer back back and forth, right? Bubble gummer this, bubble gummer yeah, that. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kingston's like, I've seen this guy throw fucking down. So I'm like, this is not gonna be good. And I hear, I start pushing. It's, it's almost done. No, no. I'm, I start I'm pushing strong. Kingston away, which is hard. And I'm like, dude, 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 don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I hear this guy go uh, on his thing. He goes, hey, I, I, I need people to come down now. Uh, I'm like, dude, Kings, we got to get out of here now. Leave. And then he's just like, he's like, motherfucker, fuck you. And then the dude goes, hey, hey, uh, hey, uh, Bubba Gummer, you're from Milwaukee. You're not allowed to use that word. He's like, oh. you're not, you're not, you're not man enough to call me Bubba bu- bu- I think Milwaukee's got a big uh, I was not going to say bubble gummer population. <laughs> yeah. That would have been terrible. They do have a big bubble gummer population. They have a big, yeah, big African-American yeah, it's one, population. It's one of the most segregated cities in the United States. It is, uh, yes. Same thing in Chicago. Yes. That's when my, I see Kingston's uh, red, and he starts charging, and then I wake up in the hospital. So what happens is... So you don't even know what happened. I, well, supposedly, because Katie was there, my, or my girlfriend. Somebody got there. ducked in the back of the head, eh? Yeah. I got punched. The guy came down. I, I'm assuming what happens is another guy came down, saw my friend, saw me, and was like, oh, I'll take the small guy. And then uh, I got hit in the face. I don't remember this. I got hit in the face, and I fell back, and I hit my head on the cement. Ooh. And I got knocked the fuck out, like out cold. That'll do it, man. Yeah, and then I woke up. I, came, I was coming to in the hospital, and then uh, they're like, you have a concussion, you're fine. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then Katie's like, everything's fine, don't worry about it. Because she's a nurse, so she's like, you're good, everything's fine. And then uh, this is my favorite part. 
And uh, there's two stories. I'll, I'll, I'll be quick though. Uh, so then the, the you're doctor, good, man. This is good. The doctor comes in to look at me. And he's like like this, and he's like kind of looking at me weird. And he says like, "Hey, okay, so you have a concussion. Like you're okay. Everything's fine. You know your vitals are good. Do you feel nauseous at all?" And I was like, "No, I don't feel nauseous. I'm okay." And then uh, I'm just like, I'm just like really kind of like cloudy. And then he's like, he like looks at me. He's like, "Do I know you?" And I was like, "I don't know." And he's like, "You look so familiar to me." And then my girlfriend goes, "He's a comedian." And then he goes, <laughs> "This is when I was running the blind bet." He goes, "Pony in." And I go, yeah, I run a show at the Blind Bet. He goes, yeah, I come there all the time. I love going. To, and I go, really? That's and that's when I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, really? <laughs> and I threw up all over. They send me home. They're like, you can sleep. You're fine. I'm supposed to do a show the next day. I sleep all day because I'm like just fucking out of it. I sleep all day. I wake up and I'm like, all right, okay. I got to get my shit together. I'll do the show. Everything's fine. Like I have to do the show. And then uh, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like just trying to get myself ready. And I get like a knock on, the, on this door. And I open it, and there's two police officers. And I go, hello? You know, and then they're like, are you Jonah? And I go, yeah. They're like, uh, the, the hospital's been calling you all day. Uh, they thought you died. We have to take you to the hospital now. You have a brain bleed. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I was like, so what? you could have, I mean, you could have died. Yeah. Well, the How thing did is, they let you go? I missed that part. Well, it was so, it, this is the thing. It wasn't that bad. It okay, was okay. so small that they re-looked at my CT scan. And they saw it in there, and they're like, "Oh, we have to get him because if it gets worse, I could die." Ah, uh, I see. So they have to they have to like keep you over twenty four hours. So then, you know, then they're like looking the movies, like giving me shit, and then, uh, you know, we're being fine. They called an ambulance, and then I get in the ambulance, and they want to take me to a different. I was at Northwestern; they want to take me to a different hospital. My girlfriend goes, "No, he has to go to Northwestern. They already have everything. They know everything. I'm a nurse there." Like that's uh, why she, that's yeah. really why they wanted you to go there. Well, also she knows how good that place Northwestern's is. a great hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My grandma me, died there. They want to take me. Still. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because she that was, was more the cirrhosis's fault than yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, still. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they want to take me to Masonic. So then they're like, "We can't take him. It's too far." And then she's like, "It's fine. You can go." And then he had he had to go. Okay, sir, look at me. Say out loud, if you die on the way there, we're not at fault. So I had to say, Whoa. well, you know, that's a law because of oh, God yeah. damn it. This podcast is going to go two hours, but I'm OK. Well, I'm We're going to wrap it up. I'm soon. Done. Well, there's this guy, Ben Wilson, Benji Wilson. There's a 30 for 30 called Benji. Yeah. Watch oh, that. Yeah. You'll find yeah. out why this is a law because he they took him to um, whatever hospital. That, it's a new rule where they have to take you to the nearest whatever yeah, center. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not new. It's like 30 years old. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, so then I had to say, yeah, it's a oh, Chicago thing. So if I'm, you're I'm so afraid of death. So then my, Katie, my girlfriend goes like, uh. You're fine, Johnny. You're fine. You're fine. Just say it. You're fine. I promise you're fine. And then I was like, uh, "Yeah, that's fine." And he goes, "Okay." And then he just he just goes back to just filling out the form, not driving. You're I'm like, like, "Dude, giddy up, dude. Let's go. Let's Come go. on, man. I'm dying. Come on, we got a star. Let's uh, go." Yeah. So the Mario then, Kart reference. Yeah. Yeah. So then I I, I got back and I, I had to stay there for 24 hours. And I ended up being I had to take the three CT scans. Ended up being fine, um, but uh, I didn't have insurance. Twenty thousand dollars later, and I lost my sense of smell. Do you still not have your sense of smell? It's coming back a little bit. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. And here's the thing. It's like, that's got to be good for the oral sex, you know? Mm-hmm. Who are you I'm dating? just trying to fight. What is your By the way, actually, you know what? That's funny you said, who are you dating? My wife's fantastic. You watch your fucking mouth. But <laughs> You're the one I, used to, I used to have a joke early in my stand-up career about how when people were like, oh, it smells like fish. I'm like, what women are you dealing with? Yeah. Because from my minim- very little experience, yeah. I was like, it's all it smells fine. Yeah. What are, who the fuck are you hooking up with? You know, yeah. whatever guys make. My last jokes girlfriend, like, smells like fish. Sally, I'm like, did have a vagina that smelled of fish? <laughs> well, nickname stick. You know <laughs> what I mean? But, yeah. stick. Um, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Oh, that yeah, you can so smell them, man. Can like... I put my balls in your face? Or no, like... it's coming back a little bit. <laughs> okay. I don't smell bad smells. Like really, like my balls don't smell smells, bad. I don't so smell. I don't know why you would insinuate. So like sweet smells are coming back. No, my balls are sweet. Yeah, everything's except for like I can't smell my own shit. Drink. 
or I'll fart. Your shit don't stink. Oh, dude, that yeah. works for you because you're uh, tan and you wear that hat. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, so then, it, yeah, it was that, and then it's just kind of everything all together. You know, it, it just kind of cost Katie, Katie and I getting took a. So that I led, felt that she wasn't being understanding towards my situation. If you lose your sense of smell, I feel no, like you can be a dick like for a while. No, I mean, more like what I'm dealing with. Because here's the thing. My yeah. dad was a heroin addict. He died of a heroin overdose. Oh, I forgot to mention that part. And uh, That's why he was quieter than Nirvana talk. Yep. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It brought Saw up, that. Uh, yeah, which is fine. It. That part, you know, when that it's happens, music, you get though, used man. to it. You, yeah. like, you expect it. Yeah. But then it was like my dad abandoned me for heroin, and then he died of a heroin overdose, and then he never filled out this fucking will. And now I have to deal with the worst person I've ever met in my whole entire life every single day. And the I lady to, who let him kill himself with heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who was, like, conveniently, conveniently gone. My mom was actually there, and she had to give my it's dad... It's like an episode of Shameless, man, about Milwaukee. Yeah, dude, so uh, so I have to, I'm have. i in this thing where I have to, like, we're co-PRs for the, for the estate. Puerto Ricans? Yeah. and <laughs> Yes, we are, 100%. Uh, but we're, like, co-PRs? Yeah. <laughs> right, so decided, half of Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every day I have to... Uh, every day I have to, like, work with her while she's actively trying to take everything from me. Every fucking oh, fuck, day. Dude, the dude. PR for my will is Edward James Olba. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a good one. He's yeah. a good PR to pick. Yeah. My, <laughs> mine's Barack Obama. <laughs> nope, that works too, yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Half white, half black. He's Puerto Rican. He's sure. got nothing to do right now. Jesus. Okay. I got a cousin. That's Very good looking kid. He is half Filipino, half Irish. Looks like Enrique Iglesias, who I think is Puerto Rican, right? Ooh, Am I wrong? Is he baby. Puerto Rican? Is he yeah. Spanish? Oh, he? yeah. He's Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. Handsome yeah. fella. My cousin and Enrique. All right, well, you know what, Jonah? Everyone's rooting for you, man, because you're Thanks, a great man. dude. You have a very positive outlook. You're the best. I love oh, you, Jonah. You, you know, I give you a little bit of guff sometimes with it. some thanks because we produce comedians you should know together. Love it. But it's really just because we both want the best. And mm-hmm. you, and you, I know, know that I am not being malicious. I'm not being mean. Because every oh, now and no, then we'll I'm talk not. about some stuff where I'm like, yeah. nah, dude, nah, you know. Yeah. But really, I, I, I play sensitive, but I'm not. Your it, work ethic is fantastic. Oh, you're very funny. Turning into giving me compliments? No, no, I'm for real, no. Yeah. Man, this isn't me. I'm not blowing smoke up here. I wouldn't yeah. say this if I didn't mean it. Yeah. I do mean this. I tell you, I'm a big believer in consistency. Yeah. Um, for, I'll throw this out there. I don't give, Danny probably doesn't give a shit. Uh, Danny Kels, who I still call the godfather of Chicago comedy. Yeah, for sure. He started Comedians You Should Know. He's been running. Well, it's it, it's Comedians You Should Know, and I'm not just saying this because I'm part of it. Joe, you've done the show several times. Jonah, you were now a part of it. You yeah. were once not, but yeah. you were our, our latest producer. It is the best independent show? comedy show Absolutely. in the country. On the continent. Absolutely. Three of the best five nights of my life have been doing Comedians You Should Know. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. not. I'm not just saying that people think, oh, well, you're part of it. You're saying no. There's no. It's, it's the truth. It's yeah. the fucking truth. We're the we're the best. The best. And hundred percent true. When Danny and told fish. me in like December, yeah, what's that? Well, the New York one's great too. The New York one I've heard is now yeah. the best there. The LA one actually is top five in LA. That's great. Even though by CYSK well, standards, how many it's not where it should be. Independent shows in other cities. We have independent shows in, th- in the three biggest cities three in the country. Cities, yeah. And, and I've heard Houston. that. I have heard that from other New York people. Where it's like, that's yes, I hung yeah. out. I hung yeah. out. I ran into a couple of New York friends recently, and they were like, "Dude, it's it's unbelievable." Yeah. And um, I did the New York show once, and it was during Game Seven of the World oh, Series, in which yeah. they had me close it out. But I did seven minutes. So I was supposed to do twelve yeah. because I I didn't want to miss more than the seven minute stretch. I'll <laughs> yeah. talk about that on a future yeah. podcast. So uh, Danny, who was the Godfather, who had been running it, running the show tirelessly, yeah. and he is the sole reason, not the sole. Obviously, it's a group effort, but the the main ingredient he's of like why part it's, of it. Yes, yeah. he's the heart and soul of why it's yeah. become this fucking monster of an entity. Yeah. He he needed to take a break, and that was yeah. well earned and well you know you could you know even Steve Jobs disappeared from Apple for a while, and he yeah. he, he needed some time off, and he told me he goes I'm going to take time off, and I want Jonah to take over as like the executive producer, yeah, 
And not to make you blush or anything, but I said right away, I go, great choice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one else no, would have made sense. Oh. No one else would have made so sense. Pressure, dude. I mean, there's other, me and Marty, other people had seniority over you. Blind, yeah, for sure. Everybody else had seniority over you except for Allison. Yeah. But we, all of us with seniority, Marty, myself, Ricky, I'm sure we're all like, yes. Yeah. He's a fucking great producer. He's yeah. funny. Gives a fuck. He's sociable. He's cool. He, you have all the things. You're almost the combination of all of us. Oh, thanks. Of all the main people who yeah. started it. I'm talking about Danny, even Drew Michael, yeah. Lebo, DeBrosa, where we all had our strengths. My strength when the show first started was I have to apologize for these other four <laughs> fucking morons. Yeah. Because they were so, they didn't know how to talk to other human beings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would get in I'll there and be like, it, here's yeah. what they meant. <laughs> and I'd be the sweetheart of the guy and yeah. then charm him a little bit. Yeah. Danny was the drive. Drew was great with like executing financial decisions and stuff like that. He's Jewish. Yeah. And then, and, then, and Lebo was the smartest guy in the group. So yeah. he steered a lot of things that way. Yeah. And 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 Marty was a fucking fun loving dude. Yeah, who, fun-loving, he, so good. we all had these our strengths. You take a little bit of piece of all of that mm-hmm. of what the show originated with. Well, that means a lot to you. So yes, I'm kissing your ass after you. I just heard the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um Joe McMahon, though, man, dude, thank Joe you so much for feeling like Oh, thank you so much for having me. You were available at the last second, and I'm kind of yeah. glad you were. Um, I'm going to have you on regularly, so I get ready for that. I am surprisingly available. Yeah. Keep that in um, mind. Not that I wouldn't want... I, I, of course, wanted you immediately. Someone else was supposed to be in the podcast. Couldn't make it, which mm-hmm. happens. Uh, we'll have uh, her uh-huh. on in the future. I'm not yeah. fucking women anymore, because you uh-huh. can't rely on this fucking shit. But for uh, those of you, uh, to wrap it up... About that being booked. Yeah. <laughs> to summarize, this is going to be a podcast where it's just having a few drinks and talking about what's going on in the world. Uh, you don't have to listen to it that week. We yeah. will talk cult- current events, but we're also going to run the gamut. We're going to talk about all sorts of fun shit. Uh, I'm going to have comedians, probably 75%, but I'm also going to bring on different people from all sorts of walks of life. I've got some f- f- fun friends out there and um, some movers and shakers. I'd like to get on this podcast as well. So I want to thank you very much for listening to the very first episode of Kill Gallons Pub, which you could check out on iTunes, on Spotify, and Stitcher, on comediansyoushould.com, on all of them. And um, please subscribe and tell your friends. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast.